Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Trish. Ah, T, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Doing well, thanks. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. She should be on in a minute. I sent it to her as well, so. Excellent. All right, so let me pull over the YouTube side, and then we'll get started, okay? All right, I'll be here. All right. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Hey, hey. Hold on one second. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. Welcome, you guys. Hey, hey, uh, Keisha, what's going on, girl? Hey, nothing much. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. And uh, yeah, this has been an interesting week. I I am not happy with Finn. Mm-mm. I couldn't. He disappointed Mm-mm. me this week. He disappointed me too. I was yeah. not expecting. No, I was at the at the very least just expecting him to be neutral about it. Well, we didn't get neutral, did we? Sure didn't. Nope. And he sat at the table after he wasn't neutral. (laughs) Girl, you're so silly. That's two strikes. Girl, it's just... (laughs) I I don't know. It just sucks. I I was so excited for Thursday and Friday's episode. I'm like, oh my God, Finn and Hope are going to talk. Yay! And then I was like, what? I just knew he was going to be an ally. Oh, gosh, girl. That was crazy to me. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But we'll get into it. Okay. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and I will be recapping both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week. Hold on. Okay, yeah. For the week of October 2nd through October 6th. October, y'all. October. It's crazy. Can you believe it's October? Mm -mm. I can't. (laughs) I cannot. I cannot believe it. Oh, my goodness, girl. I mean, time is flying. I mean, we only got two months left in this year. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy to me. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure. Yeah, I did. Okay, I don't know what's oh, going on in the YouTube. You guys. What's up? Amazing news in Houston. We got rain. And today, right now, it's 82 degrees outside. And there's like 
40% humidity with a nice breeze. Wow. We are done with the heat dome. I, think. <laughs> I know you guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, the chat is saying that they're not getting anything. Can you guys, can somebody drop oh. a message? Hey, Keish, can you drop a message to say, ask them if they're here? Yeah. Okay. Oops. It was a crazy week, y'all. I know. Wait a minute. It played the outro, but it didn't play the intro. Can y'all hear us? Jenna said it keeps fading in and out. Not hearing y'all. Uh-oh. They said no. Okay. What is going on? Okay. It is streaming on my end the heck? Let me see. Make sure my Wi-Fi is working. She says something's wrong. Oh, come on now. Let's not have these problems today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me see. Gosh darn it. I said it's going in and out. Yeah. Stop. Keep spading in and out, not hearing y'all. What the heck? Hmm. Okay, let me see. Because it says it is streaming, but obviously it's, it's just not transmitting well. Oh, she said, we can't hear y'all. It keeps buffering. Oh, no. <sighs> I wonder if it's like that. We had an incident earlier this week where Logix was down mm-hmm. for like uh, five hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. And by 1130, it was back up again. So I don't know. There's been weird things happening. Hmm. Yeah, they said it keeps buffering. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Go out and come back in. Yeah, hold on. Hey, Keisha, drop a message in the chat mm-hmm. that I'm going to end this live and restart it. Okay. Dang, that sucks. I hate that because everybody is coming in here like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Where's T and her sidekicks? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, did you drop it? Um, Keisha, hold on. I want to go ahead and end it on the YouTube side and see what Hold on. Yeah, I just I just sent it. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna end it here and I'll restart it. Because it was working fine earlier today. Because I went on live um okay, it says stopping stream. Okay, let me manage. I'll start it over again. And sorry on the podcast side. Bear with us. Okay. I'm going to close it down. Hopefully they saw your message. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> okay. Uh, 10-6. And the week of 10-2. Alright. Y'all can chat while I um, if y'all get, want to talk about something from the show. So I get this going again. Um, 
the the fashion was was fabulous this week. Everybody looked. Uh, it. I, you know what I I have always I've never been the biggest fan of the actual fashions on the show. Really? I will say the uh, no. I will say the only the only line where I've genuinely liked the clothes is the hope for the future line. When oh, Thomas yeah? started working on it, yeah. Mm. So like I the dresses and stuff that he's done, I, I, I like those are to me those are like dresses in real life that I would love to see people in. But for whatever reason, the dresses that Eric does, like the uh -huh. dresses that are like around his living room right now, yeah. I'm looking at those sketches and looking at the ones that are on um the what do you call them the little dress thingies mannequins mannequins yeah. Uh huh. Um, I, I don't know. I just I don't like them. They look cheap and cheesy. You <laughs> <And> said <they're so> <laughs> cheap and cheesy. <laughs> they do. They're it reminds me of like back in the '90s when they used to have the fashion shows all the time. And I remember even back then thinking like, "Gosh, these are these are ugly." <laughs> <laughs> High fashion is not always wearable fashion. It's more like art statements. I think, in my opinion, True. and I think that, um, and some of the dresses I do think are absolutely just incredible. There's one that reminds yeah. me of the ballet, the Black Swan, that has not in this collection, but in a past collection, where it had mm -hmm. all of these gray and black and silver um, layers to it. And it flowed, and the way it flowed, it just looked like um, the model that was modeling it was just floating across floating. the platform and there's just mm -hmm. something so elegant about the fabric flowing i just love it i love fashion i love the makeup and the hair now i will yeah. say there's been a few times in my life where i've had occasion to really fashion out and dress up and it's been so much fun uh, mm -hmm. but it is exhausting oh yeah for sure yeah it's a lot I, of work i guess there have there have been dresses here and there over the years that i've liked but as mm -hmm. a whole other than the stuff that that Thomas does, uh -huh. you know, quote unquote. Um, I I just, it's just and not it's not even it's not even that it's the high fashion stuff that is is art walking down a runway, right? It's just to me, it looks like I could go in J.C. Penney and pick up one of these dresses. <laughs> that's that's what I mean when I say they look kind of <laughs> department store. They don't look like it. Yeah, yeah, they don't look like anything special to me. <laughs> well, there is, I will say there is really no original idea left out there. It's just remaking everything that's been done already. That's true. You know, kind of adding a different twist to it. But the original, I don't know. I don't know. Originals are extremely rare. I'm really, I'm really, really wanting them to go back to having um, a men's line. Now, see, those male models were very, very, very hot wearing yes. those fantastic suits walking down the runway and you know what would be really cool is if hope for the if they did the men's line and then if hope for the future did a femme women's line where it was women's pantsuit that were similar to the men's pantsuit and give us some freaking pockets <laughs> oh yeah you <laughs> said give us some pockets Yes, we want pockets. <laughs> not little bitty pockets that you can only fit like a tiny sample lipstick in. You know, I want like a pocket. <laughs> She's so silly. 
Okay. I, I, I don't know. They need something. I even liked the idea when Sally was still there and they were doing uh-huh. the little activewear line. Yes, those were cute. Mm-hmm. I thought so, too. Okay. I am... I honestly, I'm still trying to get this one restarted, but, um, oh, okay. Um, what else want to say? Yeah, that dress that Diane had on, the silver one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Is it, you talking about the one that she wore to the, um, to the, the little 50? dinner date with, uh, with, um, and Jack. right, with Jack. Yeah, Wait! Oh, to all oh, the one this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her dresses are always on point, aren't they? And she looks so good in a dress. I she know. Does. Her, her, and Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Nope, they both know how to wear a dress. They do. They just wear it, don't they? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's like wow. Okay, do you see the chat? Um. I mean, do you see the live chat, Keisha? Uh, let me see. Because it says streaming live now. Yeah, I see it. Okay. All right. Oh, Lord. I'll see if they can, can, you if hear, they can us? hear us. Is people coming in? Yeah, there's some people in. Okay. We're here, we swear. <laughs> we're here we give you our word <laughs> oh my goodness I'm in the wrong channel uh-huh. okay alright uh, let me make sure okay here we go Belinda said yes I hear you oh yes. good yay sorry guys ladies gentlemen oh my goodness <laughs> I'm sorry about that you guys I don't know what happened but it, it was like you guys, yes, I can, I can, okay, good. Y'all can hear us. All right, cool. Oh, my. Sure, and Sassy said, can't get rid of us that easily. <laughs> good, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to. No, I don't know what that was. You know what, a lot of stuff has been acting real squirrely this week when it mm-hmm. comes to tech. Yes, it has. <laughs> so I don't know what, somebody's playing with some stuff. <laughs> well, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> we'll have our alien show later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, so let's start all over again. Welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and myself, T, will be recapping both the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of October 2nd through October 6th. And I'm going to go ahead and jump into the summary. Hold on. And let me get that for you for the Young and Restless. And then we're going to break down everything. All right. So first, Sally dreams of Nick catching her and Adam kissing and confesses. Adam pushes Nate's buttons and Victor doubts Victoria's sudden change in her attitude. Nick blows his stack when Sally confesses. Jack considers using Phyllis. Tucker gives Adam a warning. Um, A very furious Jill arrives as Mamie reveals that she's the secret investor and wants Nate to return. And tearful Sally tells Nick that she's falling for him. Mamie calls her co-conspirator. Well, she got a call from her co-conspirator as Jill warns Devon about Mamie. 
and Jack and Diane agree to renew their vows. Jack and Diane welcome their guests to the reception, and Tucker orders Audra to rekindle with Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so which storyline y'all want to break down first? Y'all want to do the whole Mamie storyline? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so what do you think about them bringing Mamie back with this whole thing with her and Jill facing off and her being the secret investor? Um, personally, I like I like watching her and Jill argue. Mm-hmm. The, the only the only thing that bothered me though was um, the way Jill was basically yelling at her mm-hmm. and Nate. Lily and Devon all just stood there watching. Mm-hmm. And, and I know Mamie, Mamie's a, she's an adult. She's a grown woman. Yeah. But you're not about to yell at my aunt like that. I'm sorry. I don't oh, care if you are my, my boss. Mm-mm. Yeah, like she was being disrespectful. And she's always been disrespectful of Mamie. Always. Because she's jealous. So, yeah, she was. So I, I ain't like that. But I like watching them go back and forth with each other. Okay. What about you, Trish? Yeah, I love Mamie. I mean, I've always loved Mamie. I think she has been part of the heart of the show for decades. And she's, I, you know, always kept, they said Miss Martinez, Miss Martinez. And I'm like, I'm, I'm still a Mamie. So I love yeah. Mamie. Um, so I'm glad to see her back. And I'm really glad to see that she is coming back with riches and the ability to make decisions and um you know i'm not saying that i want her to you know i don't think that with the stake she has uh, maybe i'm misunderstanding this but i thought it was a minor stake so i'm watching this unfold wondering like what decisions does she think she gets to make like i didn't know that one investor could come in with a minor stake and talk about bringing someone back into a company that tried to take over the company. So that part was confusing to me. But as far as having Mamie back and having those scenes between her and Jill and seeing Jill squirm is so much fun. And I love it. And I'm, I'm happy to see that hopefully the Winters family will come back together again. Although I don't want Nate working there again. You know what else bothered, kind of bothered me too? is how skeptical Lily and Devon were of her. What's the and I'm like on yeah. So I I didn't realize Devon didn't know Mamie like that. I, yeah. I just assumed that off screen she was a family member that he got to know over the years after um Neil and Drew adopted him. But yeah. him saying, you know, I don't I don't really know her like you know her better than I do talking to Drew talking to Jill Mm -hmm. but even for Lily like Lily grew up with Mamie she knows Mamie yeah so I I didn't like the way that they were so skeptical and just kind of like questioning her the way they were like I would have been excited you know what I mean well yeah Yeah. it's a family member I was gonna say they don't have a lot of family right so I, I didn't like that part of it either yeah, I agree with you on that. That was, uh, I can understand how Devon wouldn't know too much about it because I think all those scenes and stuff happened way back in the day before his adoption came along. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Okay, so, um, but still, like you said, I would think there's been some communication somewhere. Yeah. You know, Nate, like- it seems like Nate has been more communication with her than either one of them. Right. Exactly. 
because look like they talk all the time. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That was that was pretty interesting. Now my question is: I thought she only had a small stake. I mean, what what does she plan to do with it? I, that's my question. I was thinking that it was something somehow she's going to use it to get Nate back into the the company because she wants them to work together. You think that's what it is? That's what my assumption is. Okay. What about you, Trish? Yeah, but I don't understand it because to me, even if you are family, you've lost that kind of trust and he literally burnt. He didn't burn the bridge. He blew that thing up. And yeah. It was not good, and they're still not over it. So to shove this in their faces like this without any concern for the hurt that was there, it's really, to me, that's you're inserting yourself into a part of people's lives that it's obvious you haven't been into at least two of their lives for a while because they're mm -hmm. super surprised. So, And you can't just take Nate's side on this. He was the perpetrator right. of all of the misdeeds. And so I'm kind of wondering, what are they going to try to make Mamie out to be now? Like, well, I, the great characters don't make her side with the perpetrator on this. Well, my thing is, I'm wondering if she's connected to Tucker. Mm. Because, you know, mm -hmm. I, I know that Friday preview mm -hmm. was like, you know, what is his connection to Mamie? Because mm -hmm. on Monday's episode, there's a whole big argument as Audra and Tucker crash to the reception. Oh, no. And while Jack is yelling and trying to get them to go, Mamie is sliding through the door. So, I don't know. It's something weird going on. And I'm wondering if she is the one that's connected to or connecting the dots with this whole thing with her having a piece of Chancellor. Mm. And whether he's working with her somehow. And I hope that's not the case. I hope not, too. Yeah. Because maybe Cause one of the good characters, you know? Well, the other thing is she preached about family, family, family. family. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And if you're yeah. there for because who's she talking to? Right. Phone. I don't. Yeah, I've seen some people are, are guessing maybe it's Olivia. Some people are thinking Drew is not really dead. Oh. Yeah, I saw Which I don't, I don't know about that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That would be a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. This is going to be pretty darn interesting to find out what's the backstory. Who is she talking to on the phone talking about, oh, it went easy and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, you scamming? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the kind of talk it sounds like. Exactly. But, I mean, you know, at least she's back and she's got a meaty role, so good on her. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, know, I'm, you know, I'm cool with that, but I just want to know more. Mm -hmm. What's the deal? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the, the, the part that really gets me about all of this, you know, is what's, what's behind the phone call. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. I think sure. I, my favorite part of this is just watching Jill squirm yes. because she is clearly still bothered by Mamie all these decades later. <laughs> she is upset. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, it, and it's still stuck in her craw. They brought up John. I'm like, John ain't even here to defend himself. I mean, mm -hmm. she wasn't even married to him when he died. Like, get over yourself. You <laughs> Right. Exactly. You didn't last. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they're bringing up a lot of this stuff that happened decades ago and trying to rehash it now. And, you know, I'm like, part of me just want to, of this entire storyline, want to know who Mamie was talking to. Same. I definitely You know, I don't know if I want to hear this whole arguing and back and forth between the two of them. But, yeah, I want to know who she working with. So. Mm Yeah, but the other part, it's like, get over it. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've slept since then. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like, y'all, the guy is still here and you fighting over him. You know right. I mean? Yeah. Um, okay. Now we got this whole thing with Sally, Nick, and Adam. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's a mess. That's a hot mess, Keish. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who want to go first? Oh my god! Go ahead, Keish. Uh, y'all know I'm already. Uh, I'm. I'm. I've been annoyed with Sally for the past. I don't know how many weeks now with this mm-hmm. whole little triangle Ooh, thing. In the past year, aren't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The past. The past year, I guess we should say. Mm-hmm. And it's just the the fact that she can't stay away from Adam. It's just like go ahead and let it out. Tell Nick that you that you're still in love with the man. Let Nick go so he can go be with Sharon or you know find a new love interest. I don't know why she's still hanging on to Nick. I girl, don't understand he, it. Girl, she he's a step up. That girl is an opportunist. You know her 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 ugh, her whole entire history is about getting the biggest fish. If I guess if that's how you want to sound so. You know, yeah, she got with Wyatt after the fact when she realized she couldn't get with Liam, but she tried for Liam. She tried with Jack. She, you know, she tried to get with who can give her the most leverage. And you kick Adam, the black sheep out of the family, for Nick, the golden boy. That's what she sees. The problem with that is that she still can't deny that she got feelings, but every time she comes around Adam, Adam is the one to blame for causing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the part I don't like. And then Nicholas just goes ballistic and he's manipulating you. And, you know, I can't stand him getting into people's heads and all this old kind of stuff. And I'm like, you need to check your girl. She's the right. one that's going over there, uh, buying food, you mm-hmm. know, go, eating dinner together, letting Approaching him, walk- him at the bar. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You know, so I mean, and then he'll turn around and say to Sally, "Well, you're not. I mean, I really don't want to blame you because I'm like, um, she got to take accountability in some of this, Nicholas." Right, well, and then for her, the way that she basically she threw him under the bus. Yep, he totally threw him under the bus and she <laughs> pushed him like, away when he kissed her. She did not she sure push him away. So she, that really annoyed me. And everything that you just said is just really annoyed me because y'all know how much I love Sally. And um, it's just, it's time. She just needs to just letting it go. Just admit your feelings, grow up, deal with it, fix it, go be with Adam and go be happy because you know, that's who you really love. And then the way that she acted towards Adam, like after, um, after, you know, she threw him under the bus to Nick Mm -hmm. when they were, I think they were at GCAC and she was getting real crappy with him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Adam was like, well, I just need to know, you know, why my brother is pissed off at me, basically. And she's like, well, isn't it always like that? Why is it any different? Right. It's like like you want it to happen. Yeah. 
now she's trying to push him away because she doesn't want to admit her feelings, even though it's plain as day. And it's just, the whole thing's just a hot mess. And I'm side-eyeing Adam because why do you, why do you still want to be involved with somebody that is just dogging you out like this? Mm -hmm. Girl, it's pathetic. <laughs> and I thought about, and I didn't know if I was going to cause a stir because I thought about pointing out the biggest simps on both these shows right now. Mm -hmm. it, you know, because it, it's pathetic to see, especially these two guys, let this girl keep causing problems between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Now they're yeah. allowing it because they keep showing up for her. But the yeah. thing is, is that like you said, he, she, she uh, what was the conversation in the, the conversation in the hallway was, let's not talk about this anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. And then she was like, talk about what, what happened? Nothing happened. Okay. And then you blurt out, Adam kissed me. What did you expect Nick to do? Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Let me sit down and ask some questions. So how did it happen? Who was where first? No, you knew that man was going to go nuts. Right. And I don't understand what her, what was the motivation behind telling Nick that? Was it because she felt guilty or was she trying to cause problems? I think she was trying to sabotage her emotion. Well, she thought by having him go off, it'll probably create a wedge or whatever. And then she come back in the, later on when he come back to the room, she said, well, I'm falling in love with you. And that was a mm -hmm. lie. That's that was a bold-faced lie. <laughs> Nicholas is looking like no, she did. Uh oh, <laughs> what was that? Sorry, I dropped a pen. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the hardwood floor. No, okay. Um, yeah, Nicholas had this big old look in his face, like, "Yeah, right." But I'm right. like, dude, she already told you that it was mixed feelings in the part that she's conflicted. That should have told you enough right there. I mean, he mm -hmm. did say, oh, so you still have feelings for him. Then why are you getting mad with Adam? Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand her. And then, like you said, Keish, over at the GCAC, you going to tell Nicholas all the business, throwing him under the bus. But Adam was like, what happened? Did you tell him? She don't want to say nothing to him. You right. owe him at least an explanation look. Yes, I, I felt compelled that I had to tell him, blah, blah, blah. No, she was like, I don't want, don't leave us alone. Don't talk to him right now. You just blobbed the grenade, girl. Right. Yeah, I'm ready for Sally to move on back to LA. Yep. They need, they need her more over at both than they do in YNR. <sighs> As long as she's on one or the other, I'm fine. I just love the character of Sally. I don't want to lose her, but I don't want what I don't want is the wishy-washy Sally. I want strong Sally who knows that she's got what it takes to get stuff done and then get it done. You know, where did she yeah. go? I don't know what has happened to that Sally. And it was even before she lost the baby. So this wishy-washy stuff and the whiny stuff, no. I want the that demanding, funny, in-your-face Sally. Like, where'd she go? Yeah, I agree That's a with good you. good question. Uh-oh, Bree sent over a super chat. She said, I am sick. Thanks for the super chat, Bree. 
I am sick of Adam apologizing every damn day. Dumb, yeah, right? Always. Sally likes to play both brothers, and she's pitiful at it. You are absolutely cr- like I always say, play two in the middle. Mm-mm. I'm over it. I, I just, you know, if you really wanted to turn us off of Adam and Sally, you did an excellent job at it, writers. Yeah. Because it sucked. I mean, everything from the time that Adam said, I don't want to be with you anymore, just for her to keep her job, it's been downhill ever since. Ever since. Yep. And that was last fall. So we've been at this a year. That's, man, it feels like it's been three. Well, <laughs> you silly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because in December is when she decided to, you know, dip her toe in the water to see if everything is still copacetic. Mm-hmm. And see, that's the other part I don't understand. When you slept with him a year ago and that's how you got pregnant, you was like, eh. There's no chemistry, but then you kissed him a week or so ago, and now you can't you can't forget the kiss. Right, that right. makes sense to me. Because usually, if I'm not feeling it with a dude, me coming back a year and kissing him again, I don't know if that's gonna the probability of reigniting that. I don't know. No, I don't think that's bad writing. Yeah, that and in, in fact, I well d- does well does that happen? Like, if there's absolutely no chemistry, why would you? Exactly. What's the point? Yep. I totally agree with like you. Like kissing a fish. <laughs> <laughs> On ice. <laughs> they kissing a fish, right. It's like, oh. <laughs> and they say, you got, if you got the ick on somebody, you ain't finna... It doesn't know, unick. It doesn't unick. Exactly. You know, so for them to revisit this and all of a sudden that kiss got her fantasizing... And then she tell Adam to stay out of her head. I'm like, that sounds like a you problem, sweetheart. Yeah. And you just admitted that you still love him because he wouldn't be in your head if you didn't have feelings. And then Adam runs over there. Uh, Sharon get on my nerves too now. Because her and Nick is sitting up there like, yeah, Adam. uh, Adam, yeah, bad man. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sharon been kind of crappy towards Adam for the, the past several months now. She has. Whereas before, she used to be one of the only people that would give him the time of day and hear him out and allow him to vent or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I felt like she was a real friend to Adam at one point and then suddenly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she always say, yeah, Adam is a lost cause. Or, I don't know if he'll be redeemable. And I'm like, Really, Sharon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he helped you. If anybody on that show, he helped this girl, Miss Cliptomaniac. Miss Arsonist. Miss Arsonist. <laughs> he helped her out of some dark times. Out of anybody when everybody disowned her. She had nobody. The only person she had was Adam. And again, let's not talk about Faith, the same daughter that belongs to uh, both Rick and Sharon. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, they it's just I'm just sick of the let's just throw rocks at Adam every episode. If it's every not time. Victoria, if it's not Nate, if it's not Nikki, if it's Nicholas and Sharon and Sally and it's just it's like don't y'all get enough of pouncing on this dude? Right. So I'm just over. Just it's like just shut up about it. 
Yeah, yep. something good needs to happen for there needs to be something positive for him. Yeah, like what now? Jay Money dropped, Jay Money dropped a uh, a comment in the chat saying that they should put him with Claire Grace. I thought the same thing. Leave Sally alone. You know, walk away from her. And I don't think he's gonna do it because when he ran in there and told Sharon, you know what, Sally is still in love with me. Nick is fooling himself. I'm like, dang, Adam, really? Yeah, I rolled my eyes when he said that. Like this, this girl has been has been dogging you out for several months now, and you still over here just talking nice about her. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. Just, I, I wish they would just turn Adam off. You know, you got Audra from. I know Audra's Audra, but you know you got Audra over there. You got this new lady Claire. You know, let him move around. He gets stuck. He was stuck on Sharon for a long time. He was yeah. stuck on. He was yeah. you know, with Chelsea for a while. You know, I'm not saying he need to bounce from girl to girl to girl, but when it ain't working, it ain't working. Move right. On. Right. True. So. All right, anything else y'all got on these two? Nah. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now, was that, that was last, was that last week when Adam was assigned to Nate or this week? Last, I think, right? Yeah, I believe that was last week. Because what part was that about when he when Nate was talking to Victoria about the menial tasks and all that stuff? That was last week too. Was that Monday? I don't. Remember. Maybe it was Monday. Flowing together, you guys. Would you say I know everything was just moving this week? I can't believe. I feel it. like that was all last week. Okay, that was all last week. Okay, all right. Now, what did happen with this week in that Newman office is Victoria come up in there and try to turn on her nice girl era. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Daddy. I love you. I support you. <laughs> Don't fight. And 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 Victor ain't stupid. He's sitting up there looking like, uh, why to change your heart all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Right. Girl. I ain't. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I that that's this storyline of these position moves and all this kind of crap that's going on in Newman is boring me to tears. Like I have it. to rewatch I have to rewatch the episodes multiple times because I tune out at some point <laughs> and just stop paying attention. Like I don't know how many times I watched that scene, um, the scene with Victoria and Adam, or not Adam, uh Victor, the scene with her and Nate where they were talking about what's going on with Adam being his assistant. And I still can barely tell you what they were talking about because I just can't remember. <laughs> just <laughs> Well, they're bored to death. Are you talking about the, when they were sitting at the table with Audra, Claire, and Nikki? Talking See, about I that? don't even remember that. No, I was talking oh. about it was just <laughs> it was just <laughs> Nate and Victoria talking, and they were talking about Adam being his assistant or something. Was was that this week or am I thinking of last week? I think it was this week, and they were sitting in the corner at the club. Yeah. In those wingback chairs having salads. And that we never took a bite. Maybe that was last week. Because I remember talking about this now. Okay. So maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. My memory. 
Mm-mm. Girl, listen, I, the thing is, this whole thing with Adam and it's it just rolling into different, there's so many moving parts with that thing. I don't know. I just wish that they would just go ahead and figure out what Victor is trying to do. I know he's trying to run the company and he got this plan. Is he bringing his family together? But Nick is still somewhere else and Victor is working under Nate and they yeah. they don't like each other. It's just, I don't know. It's so convoluted. Right. Because they, cause they've done too much in a short period of time. Yeah. It was like they, they start one storyline or they start going one direction and then a week later it's all of a sudden switched to something completely different it's and everything is just blown up into a million pieces. And now there's 80 storylines under this one umbrella and it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. It's a frenzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird. You know, I mean, it's like, it's just too much. Like you said, it's too much in a short period of time and there's so many moving parts and, you know, you got Nikki at, at Newman Media, and then Kyle is out, and Audra is COO, and Nate is still there, but Nick is out. Adam is yeah. now under there, and then Victor is at the helm, and then he sold his shares, and we don't know who. Oh, now it's Mamie. It's like... It just what? feels so unorganized. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess hopefully they'll smooth out the kinks in that whole... Newman storyline, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was excited that Victoria was going to be demoted, but I don't see that as a demotion to me. It's a sidestep. That's all it is. She's what, co CEO or something? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it doesn't even matter because no matter what, even if she was full CEO, she still has to report to her dad. He's the chairman of the board and he owns the company, majority stock. Yeah. It didn't still reports sense. to him. Right, yeah. and she acting like they sent her to the mail room. Right. You know, she's I'm a spoiled like, brat. Yes, she, she is. <laughs> I mean, over at Jabot, you got two co-CEOs, Billy and Jack, and they're just like, I mean, yeah, they had a hiccups, but he don't see this as a demotion. Mm-mm. And then over on, on the Young and the, on the Bold and the Beautiful, Ridge and Steffi are co-CEOs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, chill out. And yeah. when did everybody need a co-CEO? Have, uh, let me ask you, because I know that you tend to work at the higher level of corporate, Trish. Do you see a lot of businesses with co-CEOs? No. I didn't think so. Mm-mm. I mean, I know that the C-suite exists. You have like the CEO, the CIO, the CFO, the C- if you're in a hospital, the CMO, all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So there's different chiefs. Mm-hmm. on different things but i have not seen a co-ceo yeah. not i i in fact i'm thinking i all the companies i've ever worked for there's one one ceo mm-hmm. and the rest have other other parts of the c-suite yep you might have a vice president or an executive director or a regional director or something like that, but it's like, sheesh. How many chiefs do you need in the executive office? <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the CEO is literally over all the other C-suite because one of the C's is in charge of finance, one of the C's, right. you know, so all the stuff. But no, I've never, I mean... I'm working for Fortune 500s with, you know, the staffing and recruiting stuff. So I'm, I don't, that's not, uh, I don't see, I've never seen that. 
Yeah, that's not a common thing, but obviously I understand these are soaps, but it's like each one of these soaps and each one of these powerhouses got a co-CEO. Only one that don't is Lily. She's the sole one over a chance of, well, wait a minute. No, Devon is, part. so they have two different divisions that each is a CEO of. That is correct. Mm-hmm. That is, you are right. I'm like, well, there you go. See, well. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-mm. That's crazy to me. I that's just too much. Um, and then like you say, they still gotta answer the Jill. Just like when Victoria was the C the sole CEO, she still had to answer to the board. Yeah. You know, so it's like, girl, just chill out. You mad and you acting crazy and you trying to declare your your dad insane and question his choices and all this old kind of stuff. It's like just do your job. Cause he said Either you do what you got to do or I can fire you. Exactly. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> and I would do it if you did it again. So Yeah, that's what he said. He ain't yeah. playing with you, girl. Don't, don't play with Victor. No, you're going to find out with that one. Because <laughs> he don't do the first part of that. It's just do it and find out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to say this about Kyle. I'm not liking the fact that he has to be co-CEO or nothing else. Uh-uh. What is that all about? It's not like, I mean, come on, man. Dude, he have a job. He's another spoiled brat like Victoria. Yep. Yeah, he said, if I don't get Billy's job, I'm not going to do anything at all. Are you serious? Again, you got the C-suite. He, they could give him something. Girl, mm And who was this so-called date that he was supposed to have? Right. What was that all about? And then he was like, oh, never mind. I won't bring... Yeah, you. Oh, you missed that part too, Keisha? <laughs> I think I might have. When did he say, so, he say he was going on a date? Well, no. What happened was is that when they was getting ready for the revival renewal, Kyle was like, can I bring a date? And mm. so Jack and um, Jack and Diane was like, who you bringing? Audra? And he was like, no, you know, that's over. Blah, 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 blah. And then he said, well, I don't want to bring a stranger around, uh, around here. Oh, yeah. I do remember hearing him say that. What did you bring that up for? Who was the girl that you date? He had to have been talking about Audra and then uh, changed his mind. He wasn't invited. That's, I mean, because she crashed in that party with, with hair, with a, with hair, with a Tucker. <laughs> I know, but I felt like who else could he have been talking about? I feel like he said that and mm-hmm. then thought twice about it and changed his mind. Bree says she's thanks for the super chat, Bree. Bree said, I'm the CEO, the COO, and the president of Newman. that girl crazy um oh jay money said i would never understand why devon would leave being his own boss to join a company with chancellor and answer the jill that never and has and never will make sense to me yep i I don't think it made much sense to anybody nope not a bit well, he came into his sister begging him. Talking about, oh, he can run a company as a family. This is what Neil would want. 
She should have took her little ass over to his company. Exactly, because Chancellor's not hers. She works there. Yeah, because Jill could fire her and she's out on the street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why won't you bring your behind over to to uh uh winter what was it? Hamilton Winters. Hamilton Winters. Yeah, bring your butt over to Hamilton Winters and run the company as a family. Because if Jill get mad and says, screw it, I'm bringing Billy to run Chancellor Winters, you out. Yep. I still hate the way they screwed that storyline up. Oh, my God. Oh, so bad. Yes, indeed. Hey, listen, what did y'all think about um, Mamie getting into uh, Nate's business about Elena and Victoria? That she's she's diving right in. Yeah, I mean she I she's just asking some questions. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like she was being judgmental <laughs> of them or anything. Nate was like <laughs> they was like, look, I'm grown, okay? <laughs> I'm a grown man. <laughs> do what I wanna do. I don't and tell I'm my like, mama everything and I'm not telling my great aunt everything or my granddad <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Girl, that was so funny. I'm like, uh, Mamie, I don't know if you want to know that whole story. Mm-mm. There's some things you don't need to know. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, that that was a whole LA trip where Elena threw that weak glass of water in her face. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's I know. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> okay, um, Tucker. Oh, we got to talk about Phyllis, too. Uh-oh, we lost Keish. Oh, no. She'll be back. I guess um, maybe she got kicked off or something. Might have got a call or something. Right. Okay, Trish, what do you have in regards to this whole thing with Phyllis? And I, I, I'm, you know, you know I love Phyllis. I know you do. I just, and I, it's just a train wreck. I mean, you work with Tucker. Now, granted, she got out from underneath her debt. Mm-hmm. She's back. Yay. My bad, hey, y'all. She's back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Sorry. Right. We were just talking about Phyllis. Oh, she, she just continues to screw up. But I did love the scenes with her and Danny today. I did, too. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm assuming. Actually, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go. You go ahead and finish. No, do you guys think that she actually kind of felt a get a soft spot for him again? Yes. Oh, I that was clear. Yeah. Because then she t- they touched hands or something, didn't they? Yeah, I think he grabbed her hand or something like that. Well, he and said kind of lingered. Inspired me. What'd you say? Cool. He said you inspired me. So. Who knew she would inspire him after mm-hmm. everything? Yeah, I mean, Danny was like really sweet to her. Yeah. He was. I mean, I think that's besides Lauren. That's the only other person that's not <clears throat> looking, judging her. Because here's the thing she was like, I don't like people judging me. Girls, you did a lot of things. Right. And and it just happened. It's not like this happened a year ago or two years ago, Phyllis. This was a few months ago. Well, and not only did you do those things, but you were judging everybody else while you were doing them. Right. 
you're not just going to come back to town and everybody is suddenly going to forgive you. Like, it's, it's going to take right. some time after what you did. Yeah, yeah, do that. I'm, I mean, girlfriend, you were in the middle of the GCAC as a whole performance with poison. <laughs> Poison, you fell out yeah. and people pronounced you DOA yeah. in an in a ambulance that blew up in flames. <laughs> and it was all fake. And you yeah. think people are going to be like, oh, girl, that was that's okay. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, we're right. cool. We cool. Yeah, we cool. Don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't we are not cool. Yeah, right. Phyllis, come on. Girl, and you barely got out of jail with the skin of your teeth, and you worried about what dress Diane is wearing. Yeah. Right. Oh, that scene pissed me off so much. That was something else. And to because, tell Lauren she betrayed her. Oh, come on. Yeah. I'm like, this girl got to make that girl got a business to run. I'm not <laughs> gonna tell. Listen, she want a dress. She's not asking for what. What is? something crazy she mm -hmm. she just want to dress and and they paid me money right it's where it's you what I tell, like why look look trish where you work at <laughs> right <laughs> what's your job again oh <laughs> sorry i forgot yeah how <laughs> dare you you just like you're stabbing me in the back but i mean i'm like girl if you don't go sit down somewhere I was thinking to myself, you better be glad that she's even still talking to you right now. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Oh my God. I just, they really did a number on the Phyllis character. Truly. Yeah, they did. It needs to be fixed because I'm really just not happy, Carol. You know, here's the thing I don't mind if give Phyllis a job. She almost had an opportunity being the tech. She has an opportunity with Daniel, but I don't even know. Why she's hesitating on that? Talking about Daniel is going to be feeling some kind of way. What did she say? He's going to said just watching over her all the time. Um, as he should, and as like who said that? Was that you or Keish that said that they better be glad they even speaking to you? Yeah, Keish. Mm -hmm. Your song was two seconds off of disowning you. Now you got a job. Mm -hmm. Right. And you worried about him watching over you, girl? Somebody need to watch over you. Could have had the warden watching over you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wasn't that long ago. Uh, no. Uh, I think that was in July, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, How, I will say, though, because obviously <clears throat> this, is, this is a setup for when Christine comes back. Because I don't think, I know that um, Daniel said that Christine was in Prague or something visiting Paul. Mm -hmm. And they're assuming he that's what he told uh Danny. So they're assuming that they're that she's there to work things out with him, which obviously that's not gonna happen. So and before her and Paul even broke up, Christine I, she felt some kind of way that Danny, I guess, didn't come to see her mm -hmm. before he left town. Like you could tell she felt away about it. Yeah, she So did. I I feel like that's they're setting this little triangle between Phyllis, Danny, and Christine for when she comes back. Are y'all interested in that? I mean, I, I, I I'm not opposed to I'll it. entertain it. <laughs> it's, it's all right. I'll I mean, entertain it. 
You know, I, I as long as Phyllis is on screen, I'm happy because I just you you just can't look away. Like it's just hard yeah. to look away. At least in my case, I know there's a lot of haters out there, but I just adore her. And and yes, I know she's a train wreck. Um, and and I think too that um, I, I always I always like Danny because um, he's a grounder, you know, for her. Um, mm -hmm. She kind of calms down when she's with him. She's she's like the want to do the right thing Phyllis not the conniving Phyllis except for when she was trying to get him of course but I think she really looks at him as like a grounding force and um with Christine I mean she might be one of the ones that I really really love to hate a little bit because mm -hmm. it's like that you know she was the teen model and she was so sweet and everybody the goody goody yeah that goody good that just too goody goody you know um, so I don't know. I just, uh, we'll see what, we'll see if she's going to be goody goody or she's not. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping that this, that if they are going this direction with them, that they cut off the Phyllis being angry at everything Diane storyline. Right. <laughs> Maybe this will take her mind off of that. Uh, did y'all see Jay Money's comment just happened that he just posted? I know. I'm on oh, lower. What did he say? Can you read it aloud? Can <laughs> it be read on it? <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody trying to see these old ass rehashed 80s storylines. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the hair and the makeup. <laughs> Too much hairspray. Just oh, look, my, my motivation for wanting to see it is to get her off of that Diane train because I'm I'm about tired of her complaining about Diane every episode that she's on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm tired of, you know, Phyllis talking about how she want to change and she want to do this. And I think Jenna says that she's not reformed. Oh, well, it's Phyllis. It's Phyllis. But I would want, I want Phyllis to be sneaky, sly Phyllis, right? Yeah. But let her get her hotel back or let her work in, I don't know, some company where she's doing something business-wise sneaky, not just well, I mean, throw her life in the toilet. Let her find yeah. her money. She's a computer whiz. If she can do all this other stuff, let her find her money. And mm -hmm. then she can come back out on top and, and she can do something cool. You know, I don't want to see Phyllis groveling in some entry level tech job where she's being overlorded by her son and everybody around her is judging her. I want strong Phyllis go out there, kick it, don't take any names and, you know, just keep moving forward, plow forward. I want, I want that Phyllis. I want Bulldog. I heard that girl. Yeah. So I want Bulldog Phyllis. Yeah. Give me that powerful woman. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause she used to have some pretty good storylines, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But lately they just, they trashed the character. They weakened her in every way. Yeah, they did. So I don't know. Maybe this whole thing with Danny, if they're trying to set up this triangle with Cricket, eh, we'll see. They better make it interesting. It, it better not be like a rehash. If it's going to be something, it better be good. Right. Because Heather's coming back too. So obviously mm -hmm. they're going to create a triangle with Daniel and Lily. Yeah. The only thing is, is that um, uh, Christelle Khalil is pregnant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she's gonna probably be going on maternity leave soon so would that leave the opportunity for a cheating scandal between those two meaning yeah. heather and daniel Dang. yeah 
you know, mm-hmm. because of course, you know, Lily going to be gone for a little bit, you know, while Crystal is on maternity leave. And the same things, uh, we haven't seen, wow, that's the crazy thing. Because Mar- people are saying Mariah and Tessa are a snooze fest. They are. <laughs> yeah, what happened to, you know, beautiful voice, Tessa, and what happened to, you know, conniving Mariah, you know, scheming? She was always kind of fun to watch when she was with uh, doing the podcast and everything with Hillary, and they were all snarky and fun. And now it's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, the other thing is Cameron is pregnant too. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I know, what does she do? Is she doing January? I have no idea. So she'll be coming up due as well because it was, it was, um, the girl that play uh, Chelsea. What's her name? Melissa, Missy. Melissa Claire Egan. Yeah, Missy Egan. She was pregnant. And then Christelle and then uh, Cameron. So, you know, what's in the water over there at the CBS studio? (laughs) Because actually, Annika, well, no, that was last year she was pregnant, but she had a miscarriage. Um, That wasn't this year. I, I mean, that wasn't this year. It was last year. But, um, yeah, so we won't be, I don't know when we're going to see Cameron. You know, they tried to do the whole hearing aid storyline, and that didn't go. Yeah, what happened to that? I mean, just womp, womp. Yeah, they just, it just ended. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. And who all went to the reception? We got to talk about this reception. Yeah, because I'm, I'm confused as to why half of those people was even there. Well, and not only that, did you hear like the murmur of the crowd and how big the crowd sounded? And then there's like nine people. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I did the live earlier, Jenna said that she did not go to that reception. She asked me, did I go? And I told her, yeah, you know, I had to. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm telling you, that dress, that peach dress was mm-hmm. off. The chain. She looks I mean, amazing. man, that's so beautiful. That dress was pretty. That one, and I still I like the silver one too. It we was fantastic. About. Yep. I mean that I like isometric type shoulder dresses when you have a long neck like mm-hmm. me, and my shoulders and shoulder blades are always so profound. Very that type of thing. and sophisticated. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I like the isometric where one side is off and then you have the other side up. And I like those types of mm-hmm. outfits. So I thought that was amazing. Yeah, she rocked that, it. She looked good. That would, that would make a good holiday. Because there's a lot of holiday parties and, you know, yeah, stuff New Year's up. Eve. Yeah, that'd be great. That dress right there would be perfect for one of those type of events. Mm-hmm. You know, and then of course that dress that Lauren had created for. The other thing is, is that Susan Walters' body, it just they those dresses are tailored to fit her. It just lays on her perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got that perfect physique. She's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, she is. You know the same thing. We were talking about that earlier with Phyllis. I'd say the same thing about Sharon Case too. Mm-hmm. She wears some cute things as yeah, well. She does. Yeah. So Audra trying to make it up the rank. Sometimes she has little outfits on, you know. But that child, they got some hips. Did mm-hmm. you see that 
that long green dress that she wore. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. She looked like a princess. That dress was so regal. I know. <laughs> Jay Money said, what did you say about long necks? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us do have them. Jay, do I have to put you in timeout? <laughs> Bree, you might have to put your boy in timeout. Uh, you, were you on, no, you weren't here, Keisha. For Bree and, and Jay was going at it because <laughs> Jay was shooting his shot with Bree. Oh no, I was there. I was in a I was in a chat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so you saw all of it. I saw it all. That's right. You sure did because you posted your the, some eyeballs under one of his comments. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's crazy. I've got to stop taking a drink while we're laughing. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, I'm choking on my Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh my god! Oh goodness, Jay. He said only if he's a bad boy, he'd be a timeout. Listen, don't start, okay? <laughs> Oh man. Jenna said, Do y'all notice that Diane is looking rich lately? She doesn't look all dowdy anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's not wearing black all the time. Yeah, that's true. Do you think she's actually redeemed? Because last week no. we were talking about that. When you <laughs> on the talk, the Trish, Trish was like Trish no. quickly said no. <laughs> yeah, she had a quick no. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know, what I'm not liking about her right now is how she's so eager to get rid of Billy. Mm-hmm. So her, so Kyle can come back. Bingo. I don't like that. She needs to stay out of that. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't you. You are not. You are nowhere near in any position mm-hmm. to try to deter, dictate who is in that role. Mm-mm. That should be between Jack and and Billy. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you, and I'm glad Jack set boundaries with that conversation. He did. Yeah. He did. I was. Because I was like, um, let me see what Jack going to do. Because then if she's pushing him, yeah, you need to get rid of Billy, bring Cal in. Jack was like, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Because I got to, you know, disappoint one family member to support the other. Right. No, we're going to leave things just how it is. And I'm like, okay, Jack. Yeah, and Kyle was the one that walked away. So exactly, not, uh, that was that was Kyle's decision. He could have had a position there, and it wasn't good enough for him. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're exactly right. Do you think that he still is working an angle, though? Hmm. Or you think Billy is all good? Um, I don't know. I, I think he's all. I don't think he's working an angle. I hope he's all good, but. I don't know what's going on, man. He is just way too casual with Tucker. And Tucker is, you know, he sits up and listens to him. I'm like, this man just tried to set you up for embezzlement. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even have, and you already put him on notice about the emails and all of that. Don't even entertain Tucker because Tucker is trying to manipulate you. Yeah. But I, I need Billy to stop trying to, I don't like that we need to turn Devon against Tucker. I don't like that. Me I don't either. care what Tucker did to you. The you trying to get this man out of town by trying to damage his relationship with his son that that they have built back up. Like that's to me, that's going too far. I agree with you on that. If anything gonna happen, Devon is gonna have to see that for himself. 
Right. Don't get in the middle of that. That's crazy. Mm-mm, I, I agree. Like and, yeah, and Jack made sure Billy stayed on because Billy was like, I'm still wanting to go ahead and do that. And Billy was, uh, Jack was like, no, we not. We ain't doing mm-hmm. that. So. Uh, and he's just so nonchalant about it, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying to ruin this man's relationship with his son and his grandson. Mm-hmm. Just right. because you don't want him in town to to possibly mess with your business. Exactly. Exactly. So, did we cover everything? Gosh, I think we did. I know Keisha normally have. Do you got notes over there, girl? I ain't take notes this week. Okay. I, not on why. Why and is just blah. It's a little boring this week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like- just watching it to get through it because <laughs> I, I knew I because <laughs> I knew I had to get on this this podcast. You know what? I'm finding that most of the viewership on the channel is with Bold lately because it's just too much going on in YNR. It, it used to be you'd be on the edge of your seat. Some good storyline mm-hmm. is happening. And it's like, oh my god! I mean, I am interested to find out who Mamie is talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to know the backstory on this Claire Grace girl. Yeah, there's some nuggets here and there. Yeah, but like you said, the nuggets, little ones. Yeah. It's not like, you know, some of the stuff we got to deal with on Bold. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Because Bold is, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it can be a doozy sometimes. All right, so let us move on. But before we do... Um, it's about 90 of you guys in the chat, and I know Bree has been keeping up with telling you guys to hit that like button. I saw a message in the chat that some people have been unsubscribed. I don't know what YouTube is doing, and I heard um, other content creators are saying that YouTube is unsubscribing their sub- It's like, why are they doing that? So make sure that you're subscribed. Um, there's going to be a 10k giveaway, so it's 9,905 or six subscribers, so we're 94 away. Okay, so if you know anybody who loves soaps, if you're in some other groups who talk soaps, you know, have them come over and check out the recaps, our live chats, and all of the good stuff that we do over here. And then, um, you know, like I said, when we hit 10K, I'm going to do a giveaway and stuff like that. Um, Make sure you follow on Instagram and TikTok and Threads and X. Uh, The blog has the Monday episode notes uh, and the spoilers for the week of the 9th through the 13th. Oh, Next Friday. I might have to do it Saturday morning. Are you guys available next Saturday morning? I'm not available next weekend. Okay. What about you? I no, that's my that's my drill weekend, so I'm gonna be at work. Okay. All right, because my son's birthday is that Friday the thirteenth. Ah, happy birthday. Ah. Yeah, and so he's coming back from Minnesota to hang out with mom and my sister and his cousins for his birthday. Fabulous. So we're going to do dinner that Friday night. So I won't be on the live. So uh, Bree, Jenna, or Jay, let me know if you want to do a Saturday morning. It'll be brief. 
because I know um, he'll still be here, but he's going to, if you guys are from the Midwest, Great America is kind of like, well, it's a smaller version of Kings Island and, and Cedar Point, but we have that here in Illinois. So he'll be with his friends on that Saturday to go to ride roller coasters for the Fright Fest. How fun. Yeah, so he's going to have a, a long birthday weekend. Um so I can do probably Saturday morning. So let me know, um, you in um Jay, Bree, or Jenna, if you want to do a quick live for the recap of next week, because I'll be available Saturday morning. All right. Um, other than that, follow us on the all of the other platforms, stuff like that. And Jenna, I got a treat for you. Ooh. So I want you to pay attention to the screen, Jenna, and I meant to put that up there. Where is it? Hold on one second. Make sure uh, make sure that um where is it? Oh here it is. Okay. Let me send it to my computer. Okay. And I got a treat for Jenna. Jenna, are you there? Are you waiting? And let me see, let me look at the chat. Okay. Okay, so let me go back to here right quick before. Okay, I'm going to take this off. All righty. And then I'm going to bring this up. Let me see. Okay. Because <clears throat> I saw this and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to bring this one up. Okay. There you go. Okay, it'll come up on. Did you see it yet, you guys? No, it looks like maybe something is about to come up. Oh, she says she's waiting. Okay. <laughs> come on, slow pokey. I know it's up there. Uh, did it come up yet? Oh, wow. Whew. There you go, Jenna. <laughs> That's a nice picture. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what she has to say. And I know Bree likes him too. I saw that picture of him and he he, he posted it. She said, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, yeah, honey. Oh, he's talking about, oh, look at Jay talking about, oh Lord. <laughs> yeah, I happen. He um he posted the picture on his Instagram today. And I'm like, that chance, and so I had to get a copy of it and um, bring it over. I said she gonna love this. He is a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is a very very handsome guy. So look at that Bree. Bree said all them women would eat him up. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, Jenna said that's my man. I figured you would like that picture, girl. <laughs> We need more of this version of Chance on Young and the Restless with Summer. Right. Yes. Uh, and you see how, girl, did you see Kyle's face? Yes. When she, <laughs> yes. Was, looking, when she was looking over all googly-eyed at Chance and, <laughs> and um, Tracy, too. Tracy and, and Kyle looking like, what the? Who are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, I love that, yeah. That was hilarious, boy. So and she's sashaying her butt over there. I'm like, 
Sharon, just let this man go. Go on, go grab <laughs> Let this man go. Y'all ain't got nothing in common. <laughs> you know, and let him sashay his mm-hmm. way over. Girl, could you imagine a scene with him and and summer? You said uh uh-uh. uh. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Oh, you waiting for it. It's gonna I be think- good. I think he would actually bring a little bit more of life into her character. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they could do that for each other. Definitely. Oh, she's not. She's not feisty though. He's. I feel like they're trying to steer her character in that direction. Mm -hmm. After this breakup with Kyle, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, she had to get serious because of Harrison. You know, she Mm -hmm. had to stop being the big baby, you know? Right. Well, we've seen that for a while now. So now hopefully she'll get to be having her carefree side come back out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Well, we shall see. We shall see. So I had to bring that up there for Miss Jenna. Oh, maybe I should do that. I gotta bring up some stuff for the ladies every now and then. Bring up one for Brie because I know there we go. We'll bring a card or picture up there. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you don't have Jay Money in the comments rolling his eyes. <laughs> Who you need to see, Jay Money? Who you need to see? He want Aldra. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, Aldra is his boo. Okay, Aldra is his boo thing. Yeah. Oh, you just see that Jasmine said. Chance could turn Summer into Hope. <laughs> oh, I, would, I would love to see Summer like that. Me too. Mm, girl, she'd be wearing a whole new outfit, hairstyle, and everything. <laughs> maybe maybe Chance could straighten out her curls. Oh, she come up in there with her <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, let's go ahead and do bowl, y'all. Okay, let me pull up my my stuff for bold and the beautiful okay so for bold and the beautiful for the week of the second through the sixth sheila agrees to marry deacon and sheila confronts hope before brooke i mean before telling brooke that her daughter is turning into her dr colby brings eric and donna test results and rj tell luna something's wrong with eric Donna begged Eric to tell his family he may have cerebrovascular disease, but he refuses and starts coughing up blood. Donna confesses to RJ and Hope breaks down sobbing when Finn suggests that she only wants Thomas for one reason. And then Deacon and Sheila reveal their engagement to Finn and Luna's mom call and insists Aunt Lee won't like her at Forrester. All right, let's go ahead and di- talk about the whole thing with Eric. Let's go ahead. I gotta just go ahead and get that one out the way. I just, I don't. Where they going with this? I don't like it. Me either. I, I mean, I just, <laughs> I'm just not interested in it. And not only that, Eric is being a complete jerk right now. Mm-hmm. Like all that that talk about. I'm going to reclaim my company from Ridge and reclaim my my position as CEO or whatever it was that he said. And I'm like, where's all this animosity towards Ridge and Steffi coming from? Right. I, yeah. I'm I'm confused. It's annoying. That part's really annoying. 
And and yeah. I don't like I don't like the healthcare scare stories. I never have. I, I never do. <clears throat> I mean, and then it's so graphic. He coughing up blood and mm -hmm. napkins and on his hand, and I'm like, oh god, it's just it's just sometimes depends on who you are and who's watching it. It's it's a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. And I just I don't I'm not feeling any sympathy for the character. Uh, well, really? he's, he's being a jerk to everybody except for Donna and RJ. And RJ, yeah, yeah and all this, family. all of this talk mm -hmm. about RJ being a great designer after he drew he's a few not. dresses. And he's not a great well, he's, designer. He's been drawn, right? He's been drawn for what about a month now? Maybe for Eric, has it been a month yet? Something like that. So it's like they're trying to push this narrative of RJ. I'm, I'm assuming that this is supposed to be the thing that turns RJ into this designer now. Some fabulous, you know, great designer that Forrester has ever seen. He's apparently the best after three weeks of drawing. Um, also, I can't take him serious with Donna. I just I just can't. Mm -mm. I've never been able to take him serious with her. And it just... No. Ugh, I just don't... I don't. I hate their scenes together. I, I don't know. I liked him better with Quinn. Oh, yes. I did too. I love Quinn. I miss Quinn. You know, I mean, I know she's over at GH now, but oh, I, I think after you know, Stephanie was no longer on the show, the next best wife was Quinn. Yep. You I know? agree. Then they, they, they watched that storyline up last year. They really did. I mean, you know, you had her cheating with Carter. I mean, some people thought that the scenes were hot. And then they end up together. And then when they end up together, they she's gone. Yeah. And then Donna's in the way. And you look sucking on his finger. And that's giving him a rise. And <laughs> You know, it's just like, why did y'all do that? I mean, and I don't know if it was a contract issue or maybe she was just sick of, you know, coming on the show and not having because one thing about bold they focus only on so many characters yeah so there's people that's going without being on screen for like months like krista allen yeah, yeah like krista allen no and for a while we didn't even see eric we didn't see eric for a while yeah. you know where's bill right you know or you know well, we did get to see. I'm glad Liam had. <laughs> I mean, Liam had, was on screen. I feel like every day for the last three months. So he You're needed right. Break. He was, you know. <laughs> and then we got Wyatt purple suit only when we saw Liam. But <laughs> you know, for a while, you know, we didn't get a lot of Wyatt either. So yeah, and he doesn't have a storyline. We no. still don't know what happened to Flo. Nope. But that's what happened when you focus on hope. Steffi and Liam or and Brook and Bridge. That's it. Yeah. And they you know, because I mean we occasionally used to see um, Finn pop in and out if he ain't at work, you know, or something like that, but it's always around those five characters. So I'm, I don't blame Rena Sofer if she's like, look, y'all not giving me enough work. Y'all can't keep having me on recurring status where I don't get to come on here, but every three to five months, mm -hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I really think they, they, 
they dropped the bag on that one when they could have left them two together. I could imagine Rena playing this part with Eric right now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, consoling him and stuff like that, you know, but hey, it is what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Girl, Jay Money said flow out there stripping somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that uh, what she used to do? Was she a dancer? Was she? I thought she was a uh, blackjack dealer or something, wasn't she? Yeah, oh, she okay. was. She worked in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. Did y'all see um, Tanner Noblin's uh, new Liberty Bibbity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw he, that. He is so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. He is hilarious. Okay. Um, back to the storyline. Um, okay, so yeah, this whole thing with Eric, I don't like. I mean, the there's the other question is is this ending the character? I I heard that he renewed his contract and that he wasn't going anywhere. Okay, so there's some people saying that that wasn't true. Some people saying it was. Some people saying it was an article from 2011. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's a whole bunch. Where did you see that at, uh, Keish? Uh, somebody posted an article on <laughs> Twitter, or maybe it was just a post. I have to go back and search for it. If you, I didn't like. I didn't like read into it. I just was like, oh, okay. Okay. It was just like the title saying something like. Um, uh, what's his real name? John McCook. John McCook. Yeah, something about John John McCook not going anywhere, renewed contract or something like that. So I, it could have been a it could have been one of those articles that people just type in don't really have any facts behind it. I I didn't really look into it. Okay. Yeah, because that that's the thing I'm wondering <laughs> is this his exit strategy from the show or and he's going into retirement mm. or is they're going to find something and he's going to be fine and that's it and we move on to the next storyline you know what I mean mm, yeah I don't I mean, know but... most of us would assume that this was his way of going off of the show but who knows I don't know I mean because all of the the shaking and the tremors and <laughs> coughing and the you know the blood and all this stuff it's just it's it's yeah yeah I agree with Trish on this one. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, the other thing that bothers me is um, with RJ and this new Luna character and mm-hmm. him telling her all this stuff. It's like you, you don't tell somebody you just met who's working for your company all this private stuff. Yeah, personal stuff about your granddad who obviously did not want anyone else to know how dare you do that like where do you get off kid right you tell her but you don't tell your your dad you don't tell your sister who's a doctor right like i would be pissed if i was rich when i find out that my son knew all these weeks that my father was seriously ill and you kept it from me i'd be livid yeah, the the problem is with this though, cause okay, cause I agree with you. I said that in one of my recaps. I mean, you could actually tell secrets to this girl who you don't know, Mm-mm. versus your own mom and dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other problem with this is that he's stuck in the middle. He don't have anybody to talk to. 
except for maybe Donna. Which wasn't fair of Eric right. to him. Right. No, it was not. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Donna, exactly. I understand. RJ, no. Mm -hmm. that was He was wrong for that. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you, you know, you're dead. Because he almost said something, and then he did it. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't like that. I don't like this part. This storyline is not at the top of my list, actually. Nope. So. Me neither. You know, and then, like you said, telling this girl all this stuff. You don't know her. Mm -mm. She's an intern from somewhere. <laughs> you don't even know her. Right. And then she, well, okay, let's go ahead and move into that storyline, because we found out today that she's actually Lee's niece. And mm -hmm. when does an aunt get to decide where you work? Like, what what the heck is going on with all these ants making decisions for people about where <laughs> they work? Well, here's the interesting thing. So I'm wondering if they're trying to tie mm -hmm. together an old statement that Lee made. So remember last year, when right after Finn got shot, and of course she got him out of the hospital and she was taking care of him. She complained and did not like the foresters. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't stay in the forest. There's always something going on. You wouldn't be in this situation if you wasn't messing with the foresters and blah, blah, blah. So I'm wondering if they're trying to tie that into this now because even the sister is like, don't tell the foresters who you are and you don't need to get out of there. Because she lied and told her mama that she wasn't working there. Her mama was like, <laughs> you know I see social media, right? Yeah. You know, and she couldn't say anything. So at least we kind of got a heads up because some <clears throat> people was thinking, you okay, Trish? Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was trying to do that quietly and there was no way to do it. <laughs> I don't know how to mute. I understand. I'm so I sorry. I don't know how to mute. <laughs> I don't girl, think we can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Girl, I, I was just making sure you was okay. Ain't got nothing to do with the feet. <laughs> it's like ever since I choked on it earlier, now it's like that <clears throat> thing going on. And I I know that's got to be annoying to everybody listening. I'm so sorry. I girl. haven't noticed it. Okay, good. I was just trying to make sure you okay. I'm like, <laughs> girl, you need a minute? I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my um, gosh. Yeah, the whole thing is just annoying. And I I don't I'm not a big fan of when they like just absolutely throw a character in as if there's we're just supposed to buy into it overnight. It's like we need a ramp up, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I will say a lot of the information with this girl is going to come out on the week in the week of the 16th. Okay. So we'll get a, maybe a couple more nuggets the week of the ninth, which is next week, but the week of the 16th, according to what I um, found out is that her past is going to catch up with her in her present. Hmm. So we'll definitely see a lot more about Miss Luna, but next week they will share a kiss. These two. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited about her character being there, and I'm glad that she has a that it's a tie to Finn and Lee. I'm glad that there's that they're expanding like his family unit on that show, and it's not just Lee and Finn because we we never see Jack anymore. Where's Jack? Which is frustrating. I I guess that actor has is um what's his name Ted King. Mm -hmm. I heard that he's going to a, another soap. Oh wow! They can't keep nobody. 
You know, I, they, they could have easily, with this whole thing with Finn feeling some kind of way about the connection with his mom and stuff, we got Lee, and I know they're divorced and, you know, because Lee is pissed off at what happened. Mm-hmm. But why not bring Tig? You had him up in the jail talking to her when, when Sheila needed a lawyer. Right. Yeah. And that was and the at the, song. at the very least, recast him if Tig right. King is actually leaving. Right. Exactly. So, I don't know. But, um, well, at least we know that much with Miss Luna. This, at least from, you know, today's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's a thing where, like, does Finn not know that he's got this cousin? Like, uh, why are they trying to, what is, what are they hiding? Or why don't they want, um, is Jack heard that to too? know that she's working there? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, was there an affair going on and that's really her, her, her brother and not her cousin? Oh, gosh, girl. I don't know. I know Jay has been asked, Jay Money has been asking me, could eventually, if Hope leaves Thomas, would Thomas go after Luna? I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I hope not. Would Thomas go after Luna? Mm-hmm. And becoming a triangle with RJ. I don't, uh, I, I don't see that one happening. I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah, I don't want him. I, I, yeah, if he's gonna be in a triangle with anybody, I would prefer to stay with either Liam or if something happens between Steffi and Finn, if they break up and they put him with somebody else. But I don't want him to see. I don't want to see him in a triangle with RJ just because then there's another aspect of Brooke hating Thomas for some reason. It's like a got to deal with her age difference. Yeah, you know, let's yeah. not do that. <laughs> so let's not do that. I mean, we've done that. It's like it's all. That's just so overdone, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, at the beginning of the week, because last week we kind of touched on. I think it was me, Trish, and Bree, wasn't it? Yeah, we kind of touched on Hope being pissed off about Taylor walking into that room. This week, we got the confrontation between Hope and Taylor. Do you think what Taylor had to say to Hope was enough, or do you think Um, it was was out of place? I I was with Taylor up until I I didn't like her comparing, and I can't remember if she did that in her conversation with Hope or if that was just with Thomas when she is basically comparing um, her, her to her mother. And talking about their the past with Ridge and Brooke, like that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. And I don't I don't see even with this situation, I don't see Hope being like Brooke. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't I don't get that I don't get that vibe with Hope. Well, she she um she decided to uh, claim it. She said it this. Oh yeah, that was a jab at Taylor for sure. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, Taylor walked into that one herself, so I can't be mad at Hope for that. She did walk right into it. She set that up. It was a perfect ball right on the tee, waiting for the club to hit it. Jenna yeah, said that's that- always been her argument, <clears throat> or uh, you know, when it comes to anything that has to do with Brooke or mm-hmm. Hope, is you know the. 
that's those Logans, that's those Logan women. They they do blah 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 X Y Z, and it's like if you would just stick to the facts of why you're concerned about Thomas, or why you're concerned about their little hookup, then that statement wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? But yeah. she she has to bring up a, you know, you're you're a Logan or you're like your mom, and it's like, I, I don't know, I, she should have just let that out. Jenna said she was with Taylor all the way through. She said she thought Hope was rude. Hope brought all of that up, not Taylor. What do y'all think? I think I do remember that it was Hope that brought it up. Mm -hmm. But Taylor did walk into it. Um, you, you can't you're, you're, I get your concern. Man, these parents just—you think you have you, these? These people are in their thirties. I mean, yeah. Come on. And but and my I'm, thing. Oh, go ahead. No, I can understand. And I said the same thing last week. And I mean, I you know, with my grown son, I would advise. <laughs> listen, this girl, she's telling you. I'm not interested in you. I just like having fun with you. I just like sleeping with you. And you putting on your all your cards on the table talking about how much you in love with this girl and you will wait for her. And I'm a one woman man and all this sort of kind of stuff. I'm like, dude, you need to kind of maybe pull back and let her figure this out. Yeah. But that's just me. I mean, I can't. But that's to your own kid, not to the other party involved. Let the girl talk to me like she did. Oh, I'll give it to her. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Don't talk to me. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't talk to somebody like that. Listen, you said don't mess with my Yeah. But, but would you but would you confront the other party or would you just give your advice to your son and then let him figure it out? If I know her as well as Taylor knows Hope, uh -huh. it's different if this was just a newbie a random, situation. Okay. Got but it. if this was somebody that I've known for a long time, I know the family, I know her mama, I know, you know, everybody. Like, yeah, I had a conversation with him. Mm -mm. Okay. I ain't got no problem with that. Uh, Bree says, and thanks for the super chat, Bree. Hope had a lot of nerve. She knows Taylor was right. It's funny how Hope was able to put her foot down with Taylor, but walk on eggshells for her mom. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that right there is, yeah. I I felt the same way. Well, as much take it out on somebody, right? What'd as much say? crap as her mom gives her mm -hmm. when it comes to Thomas and trying to basically basically trying to run her life, mm -hmm. and she just she basically just sits there and takes it and doesn't really stand up for herself, but had no problem doing that with Taylor. Like, and, and in my opinion, Taylor's um, conversation with her was a lot softer than any conversation she's had with Brooke when it's come to Thomas. Yeah, but that's so why I think she it's like, where's that backbone? Yeah. What'd you say, Trish? She took it out on her. I mean, she's not going to take it out on her mom. Taylor's just an easy target. Yeah. For her to, to attack based on anything she says. And I don't think there is anything wrong with Taylor asking her because, like you said, she does know um, hope. Mm -hmm. I don't think there was anything wrong with her asking Hope, like, basically, what are your intentions with my son? Like, are you sure you guys are on the same page? Because listening to what Thomas said to Taylor, which was, I expect that we are going, it's inevitable is what he said. It's mm -hmm. inevitable that we're going to be together. 
because she left Liam, which that didn't happen. She didn't leave Liam. Liam left her. Liam rejected her three times. That's why she's with you right now, Thomas. It wasn't because she decided that she wanted to be with wait, you wait. and she, Hold, and she okay, left Liam. Huh? So she never even told... Is Thomas assuming that? Or, or is Hope been lying to him or what? I, I don't no, remember so, any... Because you're, you're right. He said that. Yeah. And like I you don't, said... Go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to... I was gonna say, like you said, Liam left. She yeah. tried to get back with him I multiple times. <laughs> right. And and I know and people it, will say that it was because it, it, you know she just didn't want to break up her doing it for her daughter. And maybe that's true. I don't know. I I, I don't necessarily wholeheartedly believe that it was only about Beth. Um, mm-hmm. because I can't imagine somebody, if you were really that miserable in your marriage, um, maybe once I could understand you saying in the very beginning, when he first found out, I could understand her wanting to say, you know, can we work this out? I'm sorry. Um, what can I do to fix this? But I think at least what twice at the very least twice, she said, what can we do? to move forward. And then after best party, she went back again and, and asked if they could try to work things out. So I I don't know. I have a hard time believing that that was only about Beth because there was at no point, and I've said this before, that Hope was prepared to leave Liam for Thomas. She was telling that man on the airplane, let's forget about what happened in Rome. And she doesn't want Liam to know that they've been sleeping together. That's true. She, you know, she wanted to keep that a secret. So, and so when um, <clears throat> when T- Taylor and Thomas were talking, Thomas sounds very confident, which I do think that they are going to put Hope and Thomas together. I, I mean, I feel like that's obvious. It would be stupid of the show not to do that at some point. But the way... Taylor and the conversation that they had Thomas sounds like it is a guarantee that they are going to be together he said it's inevitable um, and that she and she hasn't said any of that to him every time that she has brought up the idea or they have brought up the idea of um, her giving Thomas a chance she always comes back with I'm not ready I'm not there yet I don't love you there's never been one time where she has ever said when I fall in love with you or when we are together or when I'm ready to take that next step with you. It's if. And and she's even said, and it may not happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So while she's while she's telling Taylor, when Taylor asks her, you know, what's what basically what are your intentions with my son? While she's telling Taylor, there are no expectations there. I've I've laid that rule down with him I have told him there are no expectations and Thomas is having a completely opposite um, response than what Hope is having when he's talking to his and, mom hey and, and Keish did you notice that um, that Taylor also told her well he says what, how did she put it she kind of put told Hope exactly where he his head was, and she kind of had a shocked look in her face. Mm-hmm. 
that should tell us something that what you've been telling this man and you think y'all on the same page it ain't working it's not sinking in Mm -hmm. it ain't working and I gotta address something because Jenna says Hope gave Liam divorce papers she didn't hesitate but before she handed him those papers she asked is there any chance that you think we can make this work and when he said no she took them papers. That's when out she pulled first. them out. Yep. So she because the thing is, if he said, you know what, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's see if we can make them work, those papers wouldn't have never came out. Exactly. Even though that the, the night before she spent twelve hours screwing time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the dope storyline. I think when they're together, they're magical. Mm-hmm. It's outside of the bedroom is when stuff get kind of crazy. Well, everybody yeah. else, everybody else has given her their opinion. She didn't ask for it, and um, she needs to just speak up and say, uh, "This isn't your topic of conversation to have." So save your comments. Right. But she sits there and she listens. She listened to Finn. Yep. Oh, let's talk about that. Finn, you on the hit list this week, brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you threw Thomas way under the bus. For no reason. He ran forward, then he backed it up, (laughs) and he ran forward. He just pulled a Clara Harris on Thomas. (laughs) And there was no, like, what was the reason behind that? And, And when did you suddenly dislike Thomas the way you do. Like, I I don't get that. Mm-mm. Because did he not say to Liam before um, Rome how he felt like Thomas changed? Yes. He did. I was so, so disappointed. like, <laughs> there's that inconsistent writing. My thing was, for the last two weeks, when I found out about this story happening this week, about Hope and Thomas having this conversation about Thomas and Liam. I'm like, Finn, you better tell that girl what's been going on. That man yes. is chasing your wife. And all. he ain't say nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't understand why. He didn't bring it up. Most of his story was about Thomas's past. You're Probably better was- than Thomas. He probably wants Hope and Liam to get back together so he doesn't have to worry about Liam. Oh, I'm sure he. I'm sure he would love for that to happen. Yeah, but you're gonna throw her brother under the bus so that, that Liam can get away from your wife, man. Come on. Desperation yeah. drives poor decision making. I mean, even she. I gotta give it to Hope. She was defending him by saying, "But I, I want to give him a chance. He's changed. He's not that same person." Mm-hmm. And Finn was doubling down. But what about his past? You can do better he, than him. You can do better than him. <laughs> He sounds like Liam and Brooke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that I'll say that Finn didn't do was tell her she needed to fix her marriage. Right. She needed to go ask for Liam or uh, ask Liam to give her another chance. That was the only thing he didn't do that Brooke um, and RJ has done to her mm-hmm. every time that they talk about her and Liam. Um, so I'll give him I'll give him credit for at least not saying that to her, but like the the shade that he was throwing to Thomas, it was unprovoked. It was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I don't understand where like this animosity towards Thomas is coming from. Right. But again, right. here we are. You're taking it out. It's somebody taking their anger out on the wrong person. Yeah. And he even acknowledged that one point in their conversation that him and Thomas were alike and how they're devoted to the women that they love. Mm-hmm. And then talking, what did he kept saying? He kept telling her the only reason that you feel this way is because, you know, his focus is on you. Well, yeah. She. Yeah. Why would she want to be with somebody with a divided heart? Mm-hmm. I, I kind of looked at that statement, though. I, I actually like that he said that to her because I don't think anyone has said that in a conversation with her where he asked her is it he, to me he was basically saying is it the idea of Thomas that you like because he is a devoted loyal person or is it is it Thomas like do you want Thomas or do you only want him because of this one trait which you can probably find in any other man that doesn't have that history that you have with him that was the way I looked at that yeah, that's a good point too. Is that do you want him because of who he is versus just because he's focused on you with the attention? Because right. he's giving you soul attention. Right. Uh, I think it's more about the D, the B D E too. So. <laughs> oh yeah, that definitely plays a part in it. Which yeah. I mean I, I feel like it could be both. You know, if somebody if somebody has shown how devoted they are to you, how loyal they're going to be to you, then that could cause you to fall in love with that individual. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that that is Mm -hmm. what attracts her to Thomas. Mm -hmm. That's a good quality to have. Why would you not be attracted to to loyalty? Then what is she fighting? I don't want to try to to figure it out. She's she's still embarrassed. Mm -hmm. She's still embarrassed and she's still ashamed. Yep. Here's the other part of this. She goes into this crying fit. I just want somebody who wants to be only focused on me. And I'm like, you have he's right in front of your nose. Right. What yeah. are you talking about? And Finn about? said that too. He was mm-hmm. like, you you keep saying, you keep talking about um, it feels like you've always been chasing devotion because you keep bringing it up and you have that with Thomas. But then he said, "Is is do you really want to be with him?" He followed up with that, and it's like, "Dang, Finn, you almost uh, you yep. almost had me." <laughs> that was like a body slam in a wrestling match. Hey, All right, Keith, uh, Breeze sent you a message. Huh? Breeze sent you a message in the chat. <clears throat> I agree with it though. Mm, it's still loading. Mm. Oh, you don't see the chat? Yeah. Well, you'll probably see it. I'm um, reading it now. Oh, I yeah. t- Brie, I was side eyeing Finn for two days because I didn't, I didn't like that conversation. I didn't like the way he was shaped. Thomas. There were mm-hmm. there were little parts of the conversation that I did like, which was him pointing out that she's attracted to the fact that he's loyal to her. And how he said him and Thomas are the same, where they're they're devoted to the women that they love. But there was, I didn't like the way he was throwing Thomas under the bus. And y'all know mm-hmm. Thomas is, that's my number one. Like I like Finn, but not if he's, not if he's going in the direction to where now he also hates Thomas like everybody else does, because it's unnecessary. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like he would never have said any of that to Taylor, or Steffi. 
Mm-hmm. And until today, really until today, nobody knew that he even felt this way about Thomas because we thought it was all good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 You know, so I, I don't know. Now, another question, because this has been the topic of conversation yesterday afternoon. Do you guys think that they were Kim testing Finn and <laughs> and hope? Yes, they absolutely were. And I'm like, and they're, why? They're probably going to be in more scenes together now that Deacon and Brooke are, or Deacon and uh, Sheila. Yeah, thing. So, yeah, so we were kind of talking about that earlier on the lunch chat where because of the fact that their parents are involved and they're going to not be happy about it, this is going to put them in each other's space pretty darn often. Yeah. Pathetic. So would this be a situation? Because we know that Liam is in Europe because Liam told Finn that he was headed there. That's why he came by to pick up that thing and told Liam to come get on. I mean, told Finn to come get on the jet with him. So is this a situation where are we going to have some kisses with these two? I don't think they'll go that far yet. I think they are, I, I definitely think they're testing the waters, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere near that because they still have to get through the the Thomas stuff. Well, Monday, she's really going to be down in the dumps about what Finn told her. She is highly considering what he said. My question is, what does that mean? Are you going to call it off now with Thomas and say, hey, you know what? I realize that, you know, this isn't going to be the right thing to do. And I don't want to be using you. And your mom said this and Finn said that and this, that, and the third. I don't know. I'm wondering. And that's her problem. That is her problem, that she is always concerned about everybody else and what they think. Girl, look, Bree said Finn better not turn into Lando Lake. I know, right? That's I feel the same way. <laughs> don't do it. think about it they would just be moving the triangle away from Finn and Steffi I mean from um, Steffi Hope and Liam to Steffi Hope and Finn because if Steffi come back home and say I'm saving my marriage we got a whole nother competition all over again if they try to put Hope back in that orbit yeah. I hope they don't. I, I I'm tired of them having step. This was the one guy on the show. Yep. That Steffi and Hope didn't share. Right. Steffi finally had a guy to herself that did not have a history with Hope. So I hope that they don't do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? I, these writers make me nervous. Mm-hmm. And I, I I feel like Finn is still not completely letting go of the Sheila thing because the fact that he sat there excuse excuse me and listened to Sheila and Deacon talk yep. instead of getting up and walking out of that restaurant the moment she walked out from the back yes. tells me that you are not taking seriously that you need to get this woman out of your life if you want your wife back I agree I'm right there with you. I, when he didn't get up from that table, I was just like, oh, man, dude, this is like, this is strike two in two days. I don't know what is happening. Yeah. 
and I and that's what I'm I'm not getting with him is Steffi is not budging when it comes to Sheila. Mm -mm. So all this talk of I'm going to get my wife back. Um, I want my family back together. I'm going to do whatever it takes. And then you sit there in Sheila's face and listen to what she has to say. Mm -hmm. Like you yeah. can't even do that when Steffi, Steffi's out of town and you still can't let go. Well, and you know who I'm super annoyed with? How dare Deacon set him up like that? That was so, that was, that was ridiculously bad. Yeah. Well, uh, according to what it states as a spoiler alert for Monday also is that Deacon stands his ground when Finn make an astonishing demand. So I guess he might tell him, you know, you're going to need to leave her alone. I can't do this. And Deacon's like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm <laughs> I like what I'm getting. Right. So I'm not letting nine toes go. Mm -mm. Well, and that's fine. But don't call me over here. Mm -hmm. To be in the middle of it because you're trying to be her hero. Leave Not me out problem. of it. Exactly. Right. And by the way, I'm also going to go tell your daughter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, they're going to tell her because the, the next part of that, which goes into maybe Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, she's going to come over to the house. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's when Deacon's going to tell her he's in love and she's going to be like, Really? With who? And Sheila walks out of the bathroom. Mm -mm. Yuck. And then, of course, she's going to go back and run tell Brooke and Ridge, and then by the end of the week, Brooke and Ridge are going to confront Deacon. So, it's pretty much next week, a lot of that, besides the kisses between RJ, is this whole revelation of the engagement. How do you go from Com trying to completely hide your relationship to being engaged like how about you come out first as a as a couple to people that you've been hiding it from and then talk about marriage he should back <laughs> up remember she he told her to get lost yeah and within that same day because she was eavesdropping <laughs> with him talking to the judge he was like I don't want you to leave marry me what and yeah, even he, Sheila, Sheila was like, wait a minute, you wanted me to leave. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he completely jumped from one one side to the other with no yeah. explanation. But back to this whole thing with, because um, we kind of jumped to the whole Deacon storyline, which, you know, I was going to get to. That whole her crying in Finn's arms and he's hugging her, that was, I was like, y'all can't be more blatant. Yes, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm also tired of her playing the victim to, yep. to Liam. Yeah. Like, I, I know Liam, I know Liam sucks as a husband. I know he does. Uh, he's, he's the worst when it comes to relationships. But, girl, <laughs> you knew that when you came back to town. And you were trying mm -hmm. to screw him when Steffi was pregnant mm -hmm. to him. Yep. Like I, I can't I can't feel bad for you. No, won't. Mm -hmm. I will not. Nope. I agree with you. And I don't care what anybody says. All of this happened because she kissed Thomas. Because Liam was cool. 
Yeah, Liam had no idea. He was thinking that his wife is going off to Rome and I'm going to go surprise her and we're going to run around Rome together and he got the shock of his life. Yeah, so I'm still annoyed that she's running, that she's going with this narrative of Liam having this divided heart, which, yeah, he he, obviously he did because he went running to Steffi. However, like we said, he was cool until he saw them kiss. But you know what the thing is, Keisha, is that she's using that as an excuse. She don't even know what's been going on and she's saying it. So yeah. it'd be one thing if she had proof to kind of, she's pulling stuff from the way back in the past to use as an excuse for what she's doing with Thomas. She don't even know she, what's going on. And it's funny because she goes back and forth with it. There's been conversations where she'll admit that you know, what she did was what Thomas was wrong and how maybe she was deflecting by bringing up um, his feelings for Steffi. But then, like, today, in their conversation with Finn, she goes back to, I just want somebody to love me and nobody else when she's talking to Finn and she's crying about how Liam, you know, is still in love with Steffi. And it's like, but you were okay with that when you were asking for those second chances. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm confused here. Hope. Yeah, she she playing games. I I I mean, like I said, I wish they would just make this where she was having a relationship where they're dating and they're progressing into something. Right. This whole thing, they switched it because back in July she was like, I had an awakening, you know, mm-hmm. I know what I want, I choose you. All how can this be wrong? Stuff. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you switch this into a friends with benefits situationship type thing. And every and every single time she has to say it to him, are you still okay with this? I'm still not there. I still don't love you. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, Thomas. <laughs> like, no, I, I, need, I want somebody to talk to Thomas and not make it about you know, the fact that he's got a mental health issue. Let's pretend like he didn't have a mental health issue. Even if this was just a normal a normal guy who didn't have a history of being obsessed with her, like none of that other stuff was in their history. A normal guy who was admittedly in love with somebody, that person isn't in love with them, but they want that friends with benefits thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would still be side-eyeing it. Because, uh, yes, he's an adult and he's making the decision to do this. But who wouldn't if you were in love with somebody and you felt like this was your chance to yep. possibly make that person fall in love with you? Exactly. Like how, how much longer is he going to keep himself in this situation of having to hear her say, I'm not in love with you? Or at the very least, tell him, I want to explore this. I want to see where this goes. Let's go out in public somewhere on a date because I feel like she's hiding him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure she is. They don't go out anywhere in public together like that. Yeah, I mean, and so like was- even if it's not love, understandable because her—I don't even know if her divorce is final yet. It's not. I get that they part. Out the papers. So yeah, it's, there's so then there's that too. But it's yeah. like I don't. I just I don't know, man. Uh, they, 
they painting my boy into a corner with this this mm-hmm. devotion stuff and hope being the only woman for him because after after this who is going to take him serious in any other relationship because of how hard he has gone for hope yeah. it's going to be difficult to see him in a relationship with anybody else mm-hmm. it's not going to be believable yeah I mean the other thing that I saw was pretty interesting at that house at the cliff house was her talking about how handsome Finn was and then telling um, him how lucky Steffi was to have him and all this mm-hmm. sort of kind of stuff and I'm like yeah it's time for you to go home <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously, because it's uncomfortable. That whole thing was kind of after us been, you know, of course, been rooting for Thope. It was kind of cringe to see this blatant Kim test. I mean, yeah, girls, Steffi will run her up and down that cliff. But then he turns around when she says, "You know, Steffi's lucky to have you." Well, I, I don't think. Steffi understands that. I'm like, then get your butt up to Rome then. <laughs> right. Okay, get your get yourself a flight. You a doctor, ride first class. <laughs> your son is out there. Get out there and see your wife. I mean, even Liam is headed out there. He told you to come go with him. Yeah. And you yeah, stay back in LA. I understand you got you a doctor, you got patients. These doctors take off and have other doctors cover for them all the time. Right. You don't want to be there. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, He's too busy sitting at the table with nine toes listening to this stupid story about getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, because every time we see him, he moping around the house by himself. Yeah. You could be somewhere else. You could be overseas. Now, Steffi did tell him that he couldn't come when she first when she was getting ready to leave and she was like, I, you can't come with me because she's going to follow you, which I don't know how that would happen. Cause she's a, she's a convicted criminal. She probably don't have a passport. You can't, if you're a felon, you can't And correct me if I'm wrong on this, but from what I understand, you can't leave the States. You can't get a I passport. I didn't think so either. Well, exactly. not only that, he would probably be flying in the Forrester jet and unless she bribes somebody, she's not getting that uh, manifest. Right. So how would she even know? Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, if he wanted to sneak out of town and don't want him to come over, girl, Steffi, look, your son is over there. You know what I'm saying? Steffi telling you not to come here. Look, I need to see my son. Right. I need to see you, but I also need to see my son. What, you going to keep me away from my son? You know, I, this, this whole storyline just sucks. I can't wait to Jacqueline gets back because that'll give us some insight on what direction she's going to go. Mm-hmm. Are you going to yeah. get back with and fix your marriage with your husband? Is something going to happen while you're gone with right. Sheila? And that's the, like, that's the part of the story that hasn't been brought up. Like, what are you guys doing? Are you, do you want to divorce me? Because... <laughs> Because of Sheila, like you moving to another country is not it's not solving anything because we're still married. So what are we doing here? You don't want me to follow you, but how am I gonna see my children? Yeah. You know, I mean Liam is flying out like 
uh, you know, with no problem. And I mean, are they going to create a story where they come back together and they now officially a couple? I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want a steam reunion. I don't see that happening. I don't see, not at that point anyway. I don't, I don't think they would come back and all of a sudden they're together. Girl, well, the interesting thing is November sweeps is coming up. I'm curious to see, and I would assume Jacqueline would be back for that one. I heard Mm -hmm. that she might already be back shooting because the little girl that plays Kelly was on set and was at the cliff house. Really? Okay. Well, if they're shooting this week, then that would be an episode probably the first or second week of November. Mm. You know what I'm Jackie saying? Jackie don't so, play around. Huh? I said Jackie don't play around. She had Girl, her babies and she get right back to work. A, Girl, she don't play, but her body, <laughs> because she, I, I think she might be vegan. Mm. She, her body snaps back real quick. And yeah, she's she ready to go. Yeah. She ready to go. So she'll probably, like you said, maybe she is back on set or whatever. But with the November sweeps coming up next month, they better be good. Come on. Don't give us no, you know, womp womp. Yeah. So do you You think that, excuse me, because in today or yesterday's episode, Sheila was talking about, um, basically talking about wanting Finn and Steffi to break up because that's bas- that's a barrier to her being able to explore a relationship with Finn. I wonder if I wonder if she's going to use or try to somehow get I don't know maybe Hope and Finn together in some way. I, I don't know. I feel like though Sheila is going to interfere somehow to like get that divorce going. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I mean, because there's been a lot of whisperings about, um, the, you know, whether or not Sheila is, you know, his mama in real life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, you know, would it be that type of situation? Maybe that, but because the only way that, that they can get out of this is that Sheila is not his mother. You know what I'm saying? Then maybe yeah. Sheila will leave him alone. But other than that, as long as Sheila is in LA, and Deacon looked like he's trying to say that he's going to be the one to control Sheila by keeping her busy in a marriage. Oh. I think that's going to work. Can't nobody Can control, control that woman. That? <laughs> <laughs> what makes Deacon think he can control her? He couldn't even get her to leave his apartment. Listen, did you hear what he told Finn? He said, you know what? You ain't going to have to worry about her anymore because she's not going to be doing this because she's going to be with me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Deacon, you think that marrying her is going to lock her down? Right. Mm -mm. No. How many people have been married to Sheila Carter? Hmm. (laughs) How did they go talk to Eric? (laughs) Right crazy you know and i'm like deacon i i don't know i mean do i think i do i like them on screen as a couple yes i I like the chemistry between them this whole they both misunderstood with the checkered past and they're trying to but they need to detach fans some kind of way from her in order for his marriage to move forward 
Yeah, that's why I don't think it's gonna move forward. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like they, I feel like they gearing up to break them up. I, uh, uh, mm-hmm. After I, the way he was shading Thomas today, I don't think I'd feel bad for Finn because I ain't like that. I didn't like that either. And I agree with what you said earlier. The way Deacon set him up at Il Giardino, he sat down there and listened to this instead of getting up out of there and say, I don't want to talk to her, whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. They just sitting down there and he's watching them hold each other's hands and all this old kind of stuff. It's like, oh boy. Acting like it's high tea. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the the Go delusion of Sheila, though, yes. when her and Deacon were talking and um, Deacon said something about, you know, figuring out how to explain it to Hope. And she was like, yeah, it's going to send our families into a frizzy. And I'm like, well, what family, Sheila? What makes you think that Finn gives two craps about who you're dating or who you're engaged to? I mean, she was talking about it as if her and Finn had this close connection, had a relationship to where he would care that she was engaged. Mm -hmm. And then when she sat down at the table, she's like, I just want you to be happy for me. You got to develop a freaking relationship first. (laughs) Boy, boy, boy. Jay Money said, you can't turn a psych hoe into a housewife. No. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Redneck said I need a strong drink to see that one. I, girl, listen. <laughs> I, I just want to know what that wedding is gonna look like. Ain't nobody gonna be there. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because she ain't got no friends except who maybe what's that Mike dude might show up, but Ain't Mike in jail? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Nobody <laughs> wants them together. Mm-hmm. No Taylor, no Lee, no Brooke, no Ridge, their kids. They're, I don't even see how this storyline could work. Me either. And Lee, of, of everybody on that list, I mean, I guess maybe except for Steffi, but Lee, I, I she should be the most pissed. Yeah. Like, I'm your mother. I raised you. And this woman tried to kill me, and here you are trying to develop a relationship with her. That's the conversation she had with him last week, remember? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And it's like he's still thinking about it, or he still hasn't completely let go of the idea. I know. It, it's just, I don't know what they were thinking. I, it, it's almost like they said, hey, throw this script out, let's go with this one. Because he, <laughs> she was he did. Sheila was almost out the door. She was like, okay, I guess I'll leave. I don't want you to mess up your situation with your daughter. And then next thing you know, Deacon had a change of heart. You know, yep. it's like, and so that's why a lot of people last week was thinking that is Deacon setting her up. But mm-hmm. then the problem with that is, and I think I talked about that earlier this week because I did a live chat on Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was. Why would you pull this girl out of jail by using the judge if you're setting her up? So that doesn't yeah. make sense either. No, it doesn't. It didn't you make know. sense when Ridge and Bill did it either. No, it did not. <laughs> right. <laughs> but now he's also involving Finn. I can't imagine that if he was trying to set her up, why would he bring Finn in? True. Trying to get him to accept her. 
Oh, I forgot one other thing. This whole thing with Brooke trying to make sure that I forgot. We should have talked about that part. Well, Brooke tried to trying to make sure that Hope don't get blamed for this whole situation with her and Thomas. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> she literally instigated the whole thing. She and she admits it. What'd you say? Who's that, Trish or Keish? Keish. That's Trish. She oh, did do okay. it. You, yeah, well, you said she admitted that. She did. She absolutely did admit it. And she did do it. She's the one yeah. who did this. You know, and I'm sitting up here thinking like, Brooke, you and Steffi scooped this out before everybody else. Steffi saw it and called it out. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of sort of admitted to you, well, yeah, you know, I might be feeling some kind of way about Thomas. And you, she, your daughter kissed him. Thomas was working and minding his own business. Exactly. Right. And I feel like that's why they have been going so hard in the script on her saying to Thomas, I'm not in love with you. This is just casual, blah, blah, blah. And I, I still, because they, because she keeps harping on it, I still have the, the feeling that they may not see this thope thing all the way through because why, why else would they keep having her say it? Mm-hmm. You're talking about breaking up with Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see this. Uh, I just see this ending badly for Thomas. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because one or two things that happen, who knows if they're Kim testing her with Finn. The other thing is, if Steffi decides that she just want to stay with her husband, Liam is going to sashay his butt back to the tiny cabin. And that's because the other thing I wonder. Being by himself. And I want somebody to ask her that question. Like if Liam, if Liam came to you today and told you that he wanted to fix the marriage, would you leave Thomas? I want Thomas to ask her that question. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah. Because Thomas needs to get his head out the clouds and the rose-colored glasses and come down and ask this girl some questions. Okay, you want us to have this friends and benefits situation and you want me to be okay with it. Let me ask you some questions now. Mm -hmm. If you decide, if, Ho if Liam came back tomorrow and said, you know what? I was wrong. You done forgave me all these years and took me back. Okay, you did this this one time. I'll let it slide. Let's work this out. Would you go? And see what she had to say. Because he need to know what her next move is if that was to happen. Yeah. Instead of be like, because in his head, like he told his mom, like you said, Keish, um, I know she gonna be with me. It is what is what's the word you said? Un inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. He, he, specific, that he specifically said she left Liam. It's inevitable. Man, listen. <laughs> I'm telling you, that dude needs to get. You know, I understand you see stars, rainbows, and you know, you busting a few. But the thing is, come on now. You need to talk and say, hey, you. I know you setting the ground rules, but I got some questions. Yeah. So here's what, here's what I would like to see, because I, I, I want to see them together as a couple mm -hmm. at some point. But what I would like to see is that they do break up, that they they bring somebody on for Thomas 
to put him in a situation where he's got somebody that is reciprocating feelings Mm -hmm. and puts him in, you know, some type of a serious relationship for a little bit, maybe for a few months. And then they get back together at some point because now we've seen Thomas with somebody outside of hope. He's not pining after hope. He's not using this girl to get over hope. But seeing him in another relationship that has nothing to do with her, because we haven't seen that with him since Matt Atkinson came back, other than Zoe, and we knew that he was using Zoe to make her jealous. Correct. We knew that he wasn't serious about her. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I need to see that with him in order for the relationship with Hope to feel, I guess, equal. Because it's, st- I feel like even if even if she says next week, I want to give this a shot, I still feel like it's going to be on, uh, you know, uneven because Thomas is never, he basically is never going to go anywhere. Hope has all the cards in her hand because Thomas will do anything for that woman. And she yeah, knows I that. I don't think either one of them are ready for this type of relationship. She over there crying the fan. And he's over there telling a totally different story about what Hope said to his mama. Both of y'all need to just... I mean, (laughs) when y'all come together, it's cool to watch, but it's like both of y'all need to get y'all head on straight. And I mean, and then you got Brooke in their ear, and then Tom... And what was that reason? was like, nobody wants y'all together. (laughs) You know, it's just like... (laughs) Riz did say that. (laughs) I just... I don't know. I just need them to. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Not for hope. What'd you say? Not for hope. <laughs> yeah, hope is pretty much getting everything she wants right now. Yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't. She's not committed to Thomas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Money want his comment read about hope. Talking about hope would be just as crazy as Thomas used to be if she goes back to lame D of lit of Liam after having <laughs> Thomas the Terror blow her back out all these months. Well, I mean, she tried. She already tried to a couple times. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. She saw Thomas in her head. Yep, and that was the that was the day after she had her back blown out by Thomas. Mm-hmm. She still tried to go back to him. Yeah, I think because they, you know, what they normally they say that t- people tend to go back to things that are safe and what they're used to. Yeah, that's definitely what Liam would be for her. That would be. I mean, she's used to. She knows what he's going. But here's the thing: if she go back to Liam, she better not say one word about this man being a waffler. Mm-hmm. Oh, she definitely can't. I mean, hell, she couldn't. Have, she shouldn't have been able to say that this last time. Because he was literally doing doing that to them before they got married. Trying to figure out if he wanted to be with her or if he wanted to be with Steffi. And she still accepted him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. So, if, you know, you sitting up there listening to your mama and all these other people and now Finn and chimed in sounding like everybody else throwing Thomas under the bus. You decide to take Liam back, you better not say nothing. I don't want to hear your mouth. <laughs> don't come crying. Don't get mad at Liam. 
You know, he already, he told you that he has eyes for Steffi to your face. Right. What you, you already know what this man is capable of. And then you got Thomas over there like a little puppy dog. Please choose me. I, I'm here. I only want you. You are the only one for me. And then you sitting up there, don't know what to do. Man, please, girl, if you don't go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Get on my nerves. Uh, lately, she just been getting on my nerves. They messed this up. They could have left yeah, the storyline the way it was from July. Truly. God, they messed this up with this whole friends with benefits bullcrap. And then you had, what did you throw in Douglas in there for? Yeah. It yeah, I didn't like that either. Like, y'all can't, y'all, you guys are parenting this kid. Y'all can't, you cannot make it look as if you guys are somewhat romantically involved and get this little boy's hopes up mm-hmm. if you don't know for sure that you even want to be with him. Yep. Were you about to say something, Trish? No, I agree. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that they brought Douglas into this. And to think that um, we had such great opportunities with several storylines and it was just, just now it's just a cluster everywhere. Yeah, they botched it up. I don't, I mean, you could have... Uh, Gosh, everybody was loving. You got you picked up new soap watchers yeah. and the ratings went up that month. And because they were they're a beautiful couple together. Yeah. They, they are. could be a next power couple. That she runs the line. He's the lead designer. Why not? Yep. You know, and then you turn around and throw this whole situation ship BS together and then she's confused and you know he don't know what planet he's on because she's saying one thing and he's saying another and Taylor is all pissed off and everybody's chewing her ear exactly I'm just y'all messed this up simple fact that she's even confused about what she wants when it comes to Thomas that alone should tell you being friends with benefits isn't a good idea it's not working it don't work only spe- only a certain special group of people can do something like this. See, friends with benefits is a hard But thing it's not do. even friends with benefits. It's only that to her. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because Thomas is that all is in it. Right. You're all right. In. He's all in for her. <laughs> That's right. You're right. It's one side. It's not two friends saying, hey, let's look, let's hook up every now and then. Yeah, he wants something long term. She doesn't. Man, and I can't. I, and if it doesn't work out, I can't feel sorry for Thomas because he accepted nope. it. Exactly. You set yourself up. Yeah, it sucks. Oh my God, they messed that up. Oh, just like they messed up. That's the two storylines they messed up. The one with Adam and Sally, and yep. this one here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you threw that whole mess up in there, like we was talking earlier, Nicholas had no business being in that storyline at <laughs> all. I mean, I know he's a handsome guy and a lot of ladies like Nicholas. But I love Nick, but he was sloppy seconds in this case. I like Nicholas on mute. <laughs> you say on mute. Just put my TV, put the TV on mute when he's on the screen. <sighs> You know, he spent the last six to eight months whining about about um his brother Adam, 
And it's like, but you put yourself in the middle of this mess. They weren't over. Uh-uh. I mean, and then you 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 tried to still stay with her after you know you walked in the room. I know we've been saying this for months. You walked in the room and they just got done. Mm-hmm. Dude, that made Nicholas look bad in that moment. Very weak. Yeah, and then she, y'all, you were still screwing this girl when she had a, your brother's kid in her belly. And that 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 irritated. <laughs> yeah, that that was crazy. You know, I mean, she's fully pregnant with your brother's baby, but you were like, well, <laughs> let me get in there. <laughs> 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 Let me get in there. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, every time I saw that, it just made me cringe. I'm like, she's carrying your brother's kid. <laughs> uh, it was a little. It was. It was definitely cringy. I mean, I'm like Josh Griffiths. Is this some type of weird fantasy or something? I mean, come on, ew, ew. Yeah, man. You know, and uh, <laughs> listen, I mean, I could have respect if they made the baby Nick's, right? Or Nick mm-hmm. said, you know what? Y'all got a kid on the way. Let me let y'all figure that out. I'm going to take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Jay, <laughs> Jay Money said Nick was in there saying hi to his niece. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> oh my God. No, he did not say that. <laughs> Only Jay would come up with something crazy like that. And like Harvey Mitchell below him said, ew. ew. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was just the, pl- I, I just, I hated that storyline. It was such a beautiful love story between those two last year. You know, I mean, Chelsea was jealous and she was trying to throw things around and, make, you know, cause problems. I'm okay with that. She finally moved herself out the picture by going after Billy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we had the the um, self-deletion storyline. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Last year. But, I mean, you took that storyline and botched it by throwing Nicholas in the middle of that. And it's just been oh it's just been a it nightmare. just felt unnecessary too. It's unnecessary. Like there was no reason for them to break them up. Uh-uh. No. It was unnecessary. Now I know I don't know. It wasn't because they were dating or something because I mean can you date and be in the same scene with folks? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Didn't Brittany and Brighton do it? They were dating when they yes, were they did it was, Yeah, so maybe I don't know why they broke them up. I, I mean, it's just dumb. It didn't make sense. Everybody loved. There were whole Facebook groups made around Adam and Sally. Several of them. Hmm. You know, because people were really excited about that. And then now we got Thope. And then y'all do this. Yeah. And they're, they're, I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, but the chemistry is insane between them so i i can't um, i can't imagine that they would not follow through with this I, I still have my fingers crossed but man they are on the path there 
it's like they're just screwing it up along the way. Yeah, I know. I mean, We're not, ain't nobody asking for them to be married. We hope doesn't have to be in love yet, but it ain't got to be. I don't know. It doesn't have to be like this. Listen, we ain't even seen them two on a date at Ir Giardino. Right. You know, or they just he, been hooking up. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I think he tried to take her on a date and she wanted to have sex instead. I oh, felt like that was, right. I felt like she was deflecting. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to go out in public with you. Let me throw some sex at you real quick so I can Ooh. make you forget that you said that. You know what? You're right. He did offer to take her to dinner. He sure did. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'd rather have something else instead and grabbed him by the chain. Yep. Yeah. Polo tink tink. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that chain's going to turn into a leash. (laughs) Uh, Girl. So we'll have to see. They could do a whole new line, a whole new bedroom line with a twist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. So, did we cover everything for bold? Think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, let's do our last two segments: our flip the script segment and who is taking some seats. Huh. All right. So, for your flip the script, what do you have for the young and the restless? Um. Mine would be that when when Mamie and Jill were mm-hmm. arguing, that at the very least Nate would have stepped in and kind of checked Jill for talking to his aunt like that. And also, Lily would have been more welcoming to Mamie after finding mm-hmm. out she was the one that had those shares. I I didn't like the I didn't like the attitude she kind of gave her when she found okay. out. Okay, what you got, Trish? I think for Y&R, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not real happy with the whole uh, Tucker setting up Billy storyline. I wouldn't have, I didn't, I didn't want that to happen. I wouldn't have done that at all. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I don't know what it's done in its place, but. Mm-hmm. My flip the script hmm, would have been Lauren telling uh, Phyllis, unless you got a job, don't worry about my business. Yeah, right. You know, how you gonna step there and tell me not to make a dress for somebody? This is my business. I own Finmore's. I run a fashion house and Jack wanted to buy, not give for free, buy a dress from me. You think I'm not gonna sell it? Mm-hmm. Where your job at? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Brief. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you about to say? Brief flip was uh, we didn't see Sally, Adam, or Nick. <laughs> so, so just com- been completely God, removed them. <laughs> that is funny, Brie. <laughs> uh, Mary said flip the script. Tucker is not being on the week. Okay. Delmina said tink tink. Yeah, I said poor little tink tink. <laughs> um, oh, Jay Money said they, they broke up sh- uh, um, Sally and Adam to make Sharon Case comfortable because Mark left her for Courtney. Oh. Hmm. I didn't know that. I mean, a lot of people date each other on these shows. Come on now. 
Uh, okay, I guess if you need to make somebody comfortable, and that's what maybe that's why Sharon been so snippy at Adam. <laughs> she using that energy. All right, what y'all got for bowl for your flip? Um, my bolt flip would have been Finn actually being an ally to Thomas. And at the very least, just telling Hope to follow her heart. He didn't have to tell her, you give Thomas a chance, but definitely not throwing Thomas under the bus and telling her she can do better or that she's better than him. Because, yeah. I mean, once again, another person putting Hope on a pedestal. Yep. You don't even know the girl like that. Nope. Right. Talking about you better than how you know. Stephanie's right. not the only one who was addicted to pills. <laughs> mm hmm. She what? She manipulated Thomas to uh, adopt Douglas. Mm -hmm. She done all kinds of crap. She pushed him in a vat of acid and left him to die. Yeah, that's luckily true. it wasn't acid. Yeah, um, my flip for bowls would have been Donna telling Eric, "If you don't get your butt to that doctor." Mm -hmm. I mean, and my other flip with that is why isn't Bridget seeing him? Because he's trying to hide it from his family. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I don't know. I mean, I I, the little the guy was cute, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, the doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. I when I saw the clip, um, before this week. Well, really, when everybody saw the clip, all you saw was. Let's hook him up with Taylor. Let's keep oh, him on the screen and hook him up with Taylor. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> they trying to get Taylor a man, girl. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're trying to get send Nicholas over to Young and the Restless and put him with Taylor. There you go. That'll work. Or send send Krista over to Y and R. I don't care. Whatever you gotta do. There's <laughs> men over there. <laughs> There's yeah, there are. There are. Oh man. I guess okay. my flip would be Sheila off the cliff. <laughs> oh you off the cliff. You're so funny. <laughs> okay. Oh dang, Jenna says Sharon Case sleeps with all of her leading men. Ooh. Oh, okay. Girl. Lucky woman. What? Oh, I would. Jenna said I would have had Adam furious with Sally for telling Nick about the kiss. You yeah. know, Adam is simping too hard. He ain't going to be mad at Sally. Both of them don't get mad at Sally. Um, okay, so Bree said when Hope said that she is like her mom, Taylor should have said, so you aspire to be the pavement? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. My moderator, please. Crazy. <laughs> okay, uh, Lakita uh, says, flip the script, everybody on Bold and Beautiful. Oh, she's flipping everybody. The writers are not doing a good job writing their scripts. Mary says, Kyle realizing how he messed his life up. Yeah, he need a, a, um, an awakening. Yeah. Um, and Jenna called Donna Dumber. <laughs> I was Dumb wondering what that meant. <laughs> Dumber should have called Bridget. Uh, Jay said my bowl flip when Finn says to Hope you're better than Thomas. Hope said I'm better than Steffi too and takes off her clothes. Ah, ah, Dang, Jay. Oh, Jay is always out of the field. 
Dang, Jay. Uh, I don't know about that one. That's too soon. I was cringing at the hug. Um, I actually didn't mind their hug. I thought that was a uh, kind of a sweet moment. I thought he was being sweet to her. No? You don't think that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me and Trish is like, Yeah, Monica said RJ Tell Ridge was going on with Eric. Yeah, I mean he mm-hmm. he's caught in the middle. He needs to say something, even yeah. to his mama. I mean, Brooke is good at keeping secrets. Um, Mary says Eric not being so angry with Ridge. Um, Taji says she loved Adam and Sally. They were fire. Um, Melissa said I think Krista will be gone by December. She still hasn't renewed her contract. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. Yeah, so, okay, that's all the flips. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, who's y'all star of the week? Hmm. Oh, we got to take some seats. Us for watching. Oh, yeah. That's who the stars of the week are. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) My my, uh, my Y&R take a seat is... Devon and Lily. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still, I'm annoyed. I'm very annoyed with the Mamie situation and how they mm-hmm. were just so unwelcoming to her when it came to the business stuff. I didn't like that at all. Oh, okay. That's and Jill to take too. A seat. Jill can take a seat too. <laughs> Jay, uh, Keisha, Jay said, myself and Trish left you on your island by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> When we was talking about that hug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And did you take your did you do your seat, Trish? Uh let's see. For Y and R my take a seat. I'm 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 sorry, y'all. I Jack and Diane just need to take a seat. Nobody is that happy for you. Nobody actually cares. And everybody's against this except for maybe two people. So I don't know why all those people are there. They just need to take a seat because nobody <laughs> And what, okay, and my take of seats for um, our young and the wrestlers is Kyle, Nicholas, Adam, um, Sally, mm. and Jill. Yeah, I forgot about Sally. She can definitely take a seat. Her and Adam both. Nick too. What is girl? Yeah, want to be jealous? He, can, he can be thrown in there too. All right. Well, who? What about for um, Bold? Um, everybody but Taylor. Okay. And I literally mean everybody but Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what you got, Trish? Yeah, for sure, Eric. Okay. I'm annoyed. I'm just annoyed. You don't keep your family out of that kind of stuff. You need to go, go to the emergency room. Go somewhere. Do something. Mm -hmm. Brooke. Brooke is my number one take a seat though because that little exchange between her and Taylor when um, that was snarky after right when she when she said to Taylor well I just wanted to make sure that she that you knew I wasn't going to be here because I needed to be home with Ridge because we had plans and it's like Taylor was looking at her like okay so yeah that was and then she had that that little smug uh-huh. smile on her face afterwards. 
And it's like, you damn near 60 years old and you acting like a 16-year-old little girl mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. I, oh, that bothered me so much. Yeah, that, that was so ugly. Terrible. <laughs> it was so ugly. And then they did a, a switcheroo on us like they did that other week when um, Brooke confronted Thomas and Hope and then the next day she was at Eric. We didn't get the finished part of that. Well, they did it again. They had a whole argument where they left a cliffhanger between Brooke and Hope, and the next day she had a whole change of clothes on in the other mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all did it again? <laughs> and then they tried to clean it up by saying, oh yeah, last night when we talked, I'm like, y'all, they was in the middle of a conversation. We wanted to see what the ending to that was. Right. Well, and not okay. The other thing that's killing me about everything is, is people who are doing these black and white flashbacks on YNR. How much time do you need to waste to keep you from having to write new script? Yeah, they're doing that a little too much. I'm annoyed. It's literally every episode. Every episode, at least four or five times. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm wondering what they doing that during that strike period. Were they trying to stretch out material or something? Mm. I don't know. Still happening. I guess that's possible. All those flashbacks and the grayed out <laughs> in the background. It's like, okay, do we have to see what they were thinking about? We already saw it in the episode two days ago. Right. right. It's not like we don't know. Right, exactly. Um, my take a seat for Bold would have been RJ for telling secrets to a stranger. Yes. Hope for yeah. acting like a big old crybaby. Uh, Finn for not getting up off that table. He yeah. was sitting down, but he needed to move a seat out of Il Giardino. Yeah. And then uh, Eric needed to go take a seat in the you know in the doctor's office and yeah. say, I got something on my hand and I don't know what this is. You can't be coughing up blood and don't say nothing about it. Exactly. Right. Girl, please, if I look at my foot and my toe is bleeding, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> no joke. I mean, you don't, especially coffee, that's something in your lungs or something. You got to check that out. You got a whole yeah. handful of blood, and then you're going to hug that girl and act like ain't nothing going on. We didn't see him wash that hand. No. Exactly. It's like, writers, <laughs> what are y'all doing? So, yeah, he needs to take a seat in the doctor's office and tell them what's going on because he keeping secrets. He ain't even told the doctor. He ain't told right. Donna, RJ, the doctor, nothing. He just coughing. Yeah. And you keep coughing, you're going to end up in a coffin. Oh, listen, Trish. <laughs> you're so silly. Okay, so let me see. We got some seats in this chat. Um. Okay. Bree said take a seat. The temp Nick and dumb as always, Sally. I'm over them. Mary says Tucker and Phyllis. Jenna says Kyle, Diane, Jack, Nick, and Sharon. Uh, Jay said, you know, Genoa City, messy as <laughs> messy as hell. Them people that showed up <laughs> to the reception only came to see if some stuff was going to happen. Right. right. Don't, they don't care about that marriage. Of course not. not. Want some snacks and some champagne. That's what I said. Especially some summer. Free, some free food. Yep. Uh, uh, summer was probably the most surprising. Like, what are you there for? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what is she there for? Harrison. Mm-hmm. Harrison, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Bree says, 
B and B take a seat. Writers including Carter. Oh, because Carter's a writer. Oh yeah, that's right. Just, you um, know what he needs to do. He 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 does need to write himself a nice little storyline. What they should do is when Steffi leaves Finn, that's who she should start dating. She should date Carter. Mm-mm. That way she don't have to go back to Liam either. Well, we will see. Hmm. Uh, Jenna said for Bo, I think everybody but Taylor. I think that Brooke should totally, that's right, Jenna. Take, a seat, totally take a seat. Call her a nasty witch. Um, ID says Hope take a seat when she walked out the door on Taylor all smug. Uh, any more seats? Pearl said Audra has Y&R locked down. This can oh Harvey Mitchell said this condition that Eric has can take a seat. I'm like <laughs> Nick is trying to get back with Chelsea. Huh? Chelsea. Okay. Oh. Um let's see. Trish said, yeah, they're doing this. I mean, Jay Money said to Trish, they're doing all of these, I guess, flashbacks because of the strike. Uh, any more seats, seats, seats? Mm, no. Oh, well, Pearl Stewart said, let them all sit down, please. (laughs) Okay. Yep, that's all of them. Okay, cool. Well, we had another great show, you guys. And, um, oh, yeah, the star of the week. What you got right quick, Keish? Oh, crap. I guess Mamie for coming back. And on Y&R, on Bold. I I know that you guys were... um, or we we were all annoyed with the scene with Finn and Hope mm-hmm. and with her crying. However, Annika is a fantastic actress. So mm-hmm. um, that little that part of that scene where she started crying, she is talking about wanting somebody that only loves her, and Finn went and hugged her. I I thought she acted that out very well because it just it it sounded natural. It didn't sound like she was acting. Like it sounded like she was really crying about something, especially when she said this is it's embarrassing. And was apologizing. I don't know. I thought she, I thought that part was really acted very well. Okay. What about you? What you got, Trish? Let's see. My two performers for this week are for B and B. It's going to be Kirsta Allen, and for Y and Art, it's going to be um, Michael Baldwin because they weren't on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, the star of the week for the Young and the Restless is the costume de- design team, whoever designed those dresses mm. for Susan. That Oh, my God. I, I want to go find them, actually. And I know you can, but they're probably well, expensive. But um, you might be able, if you don't, you know, do the full-blown expensive one, you can always find one that's very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got to get them an A-plus on those dresses this week. They The design team, or the costume design, I guess, mm-hmm. they did an excellent job on that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. on Bold, I don't know who I would get. I guess I, I was not happy with a lot of folks this week. But I guess, you know, Taylor get an extra award from me, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always like seeing her in... Um... Matt Atkinson and sing together because I think they have a really cute mother son relationship. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yep. 
All right, you guys, it was a good one once again. And so we're going to try to shoot for Saturday morning. Um, Bree, Jenna, or J Money, let me know in the DMs. And Jenna, you got my email, so you just shoot me an email. If either of you guys can go on, on Saturday morning, because um, like I said, I got, you know, my son's birthday next Friday. So um, let me know. So we'll probably do that. Stay tuned for the full spoilers for the week of the 9th through the 13th. I kind of dropped a little bit of nuggets here and there for you guys in regards to some of the stuff that's coming up. Look like next week is all about SheCon and the, this, the information coming out about their engagement and that kiss between RJ and um, RJ and Luna. And then on the flip side, it's a lot of moving parts on Young and the Restless. The breakup of Sally and Nick is next week. He's finally going to cut her loose. So Finally. Finally. I don't blame <laughs> him because you lying to my face. I'm going to fall in love with you. You told me, right. you tell me that a day ago. And now right. he can. He ain't, uh, I'm, I'm like, okay, maybe you actually growing a brain, Nicholas. Because there ain't no way I would that that girl sound believable, right? So it looked like the breakup of Sally and, and Nick is gonna happen. Um, mm -hmm. That whole crashing of the reception with Audra and and Tucker. So we're gonna see a whole big old heated argument with that. So, but yep, that's what we got. Y'all got anything else before we go? No, have a great week. Yep, you too. Enjoy your week. And I guess y'all have a good time next week. Y'all got stuff going on. So yeah, I'll be having a good time at work. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you got you got your drills next week. And then uh Trish, you got something going on next week too. So. Yes, we're having the celebration of life for my nephew who um we lost earlier, um few months back um oh yeah so we're oh. finally um having that for the boys and so we'll have a lot of family together and i'm just looking forward to remembering beautiful uh times and and seeing family okay all right and condolences Thank and well you. wishes yeah. to your family yep all right we'll end it here and i will talk to you guys next week bye bye, bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we will welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.